0: all right how is everybody welcome fantastic FT after hours. We're, we're trying something new. This is a test. We didn't really advertise or anything, but we're trying a new YouTube Live app. So <laughs> we, we think we're live on YouTube, so we'll see what happens. But we just wanted to try it out and give it a test. So, so joining us today, we got look at this. We got people in this million yeah, dollar studio. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you know, I want I want to get the movie guy to do some intros how cool would that be because i don't have the wheel. yeah I joining guess. us live in the wild <laughs> outback, Andre russo you know but
1: joining us live there in you go flight test million dollar studio
0: yeah, yeah there we go uh, all right joining us today andre russo <clears throat> mike Coolin. i uh, behind a box you're behind a box which we'll get well, out we'll of get the way get. in just a minute just give, give me five minutes our special guest <laughs> today patrick hines all the way up from texas he drove here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Record time. So anybody in the flight test community, I think uh, they know you, Patrick. You were kind of our electrical engineer guru at Flight Fest the last few years. Last couple years, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's been interesting. Okay, <clears throat> we're going to get started, but I have to show this. Hopefully you can hear it, maybe even see it. I come in here this morning. I'm setting up for the podcast. Uh, the, the flight test guys have all these really cool... Uh, Propel Star Wars stuff over there, and I was—you I, have to check it out, you know. And even when we're done, if you want to go. Over oh, there. I, I was here on Friday. Oh, yeah. you were, so you yeah. got to see it. So I was looking at the boxes, right? And I went to pull the top off of this. Now, wait for it. Are you ready? 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 Look. Huh? Now wait. Look. Off? Now wait. <laughs> How cool is that? Why didn't you put the I don't know The quad back on I should have put the quad back How cool is that though? It just changes right, you Oh turn Mike, it. you broke it Turn it around
2: There you go Turn One more One more One more There
0: That must be a certain direction you got I love it how much are these things? Anybody have any idea? 200 $200. Oh, forget bucks. It. We're
3: up. <laughs> all I'm right, good. All
0: Put it down. Thing. 200 bucks. We're forget it. $200? <laughs> 200,
1: $229, I think, is what they said.
0: Oh. So oh, that's well. 500 so Canadian? Andre, you're uh, out, yeah. buddy. <laughs> 800 Canadian. Oh, wow. I another copter. Oh. oh my gosh, I just. Oh, my heart sank. I want one, but I'm not going to pay. <laughs> I guess I'll get a Hallmark card with Star Wars and I open and shut it. I don't know. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyway, uh, we're back in the studio. This is relatively quick for us. The holidays are coming up here for most everybody, Christmas and everything. So we're jumping back in. wanting to get a podcast out. So we're probably going to take a couple weeks off. So we're going to be... You know, Doing uh, the family stuff. Yeah, doing the family stuff and out of the studio
2: uh, for a little while. Which I so. did some family stuff last night. Everybody's getting right. a little quicker jump on it, I think.
1: <laughs> and, yeah.
0: it, and it's exciting to actually have a guest in here. Yes. You know? hey. I mean, we don't get this too often. Oh, it's exciting for me. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> very good. good. <laughs> um, real quick, though, before uh, what we're going to do today <clears throat> is it's kind of going to be a – and I got this the other day. I was scrolling through some – I was looking for some old, old pictures. And I kept pulling up a lot of old planes from way back in the day. I started reminiscing, and poor Andre—he's probably ready to kill me. I just kept firing, <laughs> firing <laughs> off stuff to him, I'm like, "Ooh, look at this, Andre! Oh, I wish I had." You know, I was going—it was just pure nostalgia
4: stuff. And so it made stuff me think. That predated my flying. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So it just kind of brought me back to the old days, and I thought, man, would it be really cool if we kind of reminisced a little bit. Went through the year, you know, some. Highlights, low points, and stuff like that, and we're gonna, you know, I gave, gave you guys some questions, but real quick, last week, uh, last podcast, we talked about a lot the 3D printed airplanes. Right. Now I see on the table here you have pieces and parts. So I talk do. About, explain. Go ahead, this. Yeah, go ahead, Nick, and give us a little. So story on this.
1: basically, uh, when Flight Test first started putting out the, or they put out the video mm-hmm. about this, yeah, me and the guys from. Uh, from the office. We got excited about this. And I jumped out there and started trying to uh you know, trying to print these. And it's a little more difficult than you expect. Um because uh most it actually comes down to the slicer program that you use for the 3D printer. Okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with no, the way it works. No, I'm not.
0: So you, this is all yeah. new to
1: Basically, me. you design it in a 3D program. Right. Um, I use SketchUp most of the time because it's what I know. Yeah. But a lot of people use Fusion 3D or they use AutoCAD or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they design it into a, an, a 3D model and they produce uh, an STL or um, STL is what comes out of the uh, SketchUp. That I use to print, and it's a stereolithography file. Okay. So, and your 3D printing is a um, fused filament. Uh, what's the other F for, Andre? I don't remember. It's an FFF process. It's fused filament manufacturing. So basically, it's done in layers. Okay. Right,
0: right, right, right.
1: And these are printed.
0: Oh, yes. Okay.
1: Like this. Right,
0: right. Okay. Yeah. So they print vertically. Um, and so that's how you get them to fit on the small beds is because they, yeah. Yes. Okay. Right, right, right.
1: So, uh, but most 3D printer slicers, when you throw an object on there, they're trying to make that a solid object.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And they put in a little infill and they do all the, yeah. you know, stuff like that and this is a kind of a new process they're calling it the thin wall printing Mm -hmm. and literally this is one thickness of filament that's it one layer Mm. so when they printed those out i had to go in and actually learn a new slicer program uh, which is simplify 3d when i told them like i contacted 3d lab print after i bought my mustang plans and told them i'm having trouble printing this is my printer and they said, "Oh, you need a new slicer." <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, I went ahead and jumped out and got the slicer. Um, it's 149 bucks. So, no kidding. Yeah, but but as software like this goes, it's pretty inexpensive. Uh-huh. And then they have a two week trial, so you pay for it and then you have two weeks. You can get a refund. Oh, if you don't like yeah. it.
0: Right, so in two weeks you were to print off some serious airplanes. I <laughs> I
1: started printing, and by the time the two weeks was up, if it had cost three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, oh, so I would have paid it. Yeah, <coughs> you saw oh, what its capabilities. It was incredible. It turned the print from my printer from a mediocre because I have one of the cheapest printers on the market. Okay, oh, really? I have the the Da Vinci. Oh yeah, yeah. X Y Z. You know, it's yeah, an all in yes. one. That's, it's you know, cheap,
0: but that's a pretty good printer. It, You know, was it, five, 500, 600? Well, you can,
1: you can get the base one for about $399 on yep, Amazon. I was Amazon. looking at
0: them the other day because Andres <clears throat> got me all. I know. Like,
1: <laughs> and they were on sale, too. Right. And uh, so the, the Pro was just on sale yeah. for uh, 599 yep. I was looking at that one, too. Um, and so it turned the print that came off of that. From a mediocre print, which mm-hmm. the software that comes with it is mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. The benefit of that software is that you can grab a file. Uh, so you get the printer. Yeah. You unbox it. Mm-hmm. Take all the stuff out of it. You know, take all the tape and yeah. all the little foam yeah, yeah. and all that. You hook it up. Install the software. Go to Thingiverse. Download a file. Uh huh. Boom. Drop it in. Print. Boom. You're printing. You're kidding me. No.
0: Yeah.
1: 20 minutes.
0: Oh, so you're tops. right. So 150 bucks is well, well worth. Well, now, wait. Okay, all
1: right. Now, that's with just the base, uh, what comes with the DaVinci.
0: Oh, that's what comes with it. Right. Okay, all so right. So
1: now you get into the Simplify 3D, and it opens a whole world of customization, mm-hmm. which you did not have the ability to do with uh, with, their software. with their software. Gotcha. And so like, it allows you to go in and say... Like, DaVinci wants to automatically put three layers on the bottom, three layers on the top, Mm -hmm. make it a solid piece, and then infill. Mm -hmm. Um, If you set the infill to zero, it doesn't print the internal structure. It prints it hollow. Oh, jeez. Okay? Yeah. And so I was so frustrated with this thing. Um, And they told me, do Simplify 3D. I got Simplify 3D, and I can go in and say, zero top layers, zero bottom layers, One layer around here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can even tell it I can add a second piece and like if you look here, you see the bottom two millimeters is actually two layers thick. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So I and that's just to give it a little little more more structure where you glue it. Yeah. Yeah. And so this
0: is fascinating.
1: It when the first pieces rolled off that I, I printed on this, I was just floored. I was sending them to Andre and uh we were looking at this stuff and and we all got pretty excited about yeah. it. <laughs> uh,
2: what glue do you yeah. use to adhere the pieces? It's uh, medium
1: CA. Medium CA. Okay. You use medium CA and yeah. a kicker. So literally this is the process when you're doing it. You're like taking this and and you you line up your your pieces and you go, you get it in line. Okay, that looks good. You put some glue on it, you line it up again, you, you kind of
0: swipe, and you go Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. and it's instant. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Now my question is, just say on this piece here, since you got a kind of a, a a universal standard type printer, which what I was looking at, what does a piece like this time-wise take? Okay, so
1: all these pieces, these pieces here printed on one in one run, because I'm running a 75% run.
0: Okay, explain okay. that to me. I'm I'm so, keyless or clueless on 75% this. scale. Okay.
1: So, like, you know, the Mustang that's hanging up around in here somewhere. Yeah. Is the full scale. It's 39 inch wingspan. Okay. I shrunk the file by 75%. Oh, really? In Slicer. Okay. I mean, not 75 by 25%. 25, it's a 75%, 75% of their model. I got you. So, the wingspan is going to be about 23 oh, inches. Oh,
0: this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, okay. I got a question for mm-hmm. you. Now, like anything else out there, they, they have their size and get it dialed in so that it flies right. Now, you shrunk it down. And in, anybody knows what, when you enlarge or shrink down an airplane, you're, you're the flight characteristics. Flight
1: uh, yes, and, yes, yes. Are you worried about that? And Well, this, this is what leads up to why I brought this with me for all the way from Texas. Okay. I am challenging Josh Bixler to make this fly. Oh, Okay. <laughs> nice.
4: <laughs> nice. I, I talked what, what we don't know yet about all these planes is what happens when they crash.
0: Oh, they're going to disintegrate. Um, well, I
1: think. now there are videos out there that you can watch. I was watching uh, somebody that had an ME-109, and they were just they were flying it, flying it, and it was flying great. I think and I've then seen that video. He turned up the speed yeah. and did kind of a, a nice... Dive and a high-G pull-up, and it just folded.
0: (laughs) It just – Now, Mike, this is all about Andre because you know what the FT racer looked like. So now he's going to have a bottle of CA, and every time this thing crashes, he's going to stick it together and pour glue all over it. But the funny thing is uh, that works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: This is all about Andre. He's just going to love this.
1: (laughs)
4: Just to let you know, Chris, the stream is, uh, I think the stream jo- died. Oh, did it
0: really? All
4: right. Yeah. Keep talking about Yeah, out. the guys oh. were all saying it was glitchy.
0: It could be. Uh, you know,
4: we're we're trying it in it,
1: 720. It looks like it's still running on my phone. Yeah.
2: But,
4: yeah. oh, it is on yours. Mine got froze up, I think. Yeah, the guys are saying it was really paused and intermittent. Anyhow, we're, yeah. we're focusing on the show, so. Right, right. <laughs> Apologize for that, folks. Yeah, we're just yeah. testing
0: it out, and like I say, we we upped the. Oh, uh, there it went. Went back. They went. Uh, we are trying it in 720, and I know the internet here, Flight Test, isn't the best, so it was
4: a trial and error. So we'll see what we'll, we'll let it go, see what happens. But
2: it did stop. Yeah, yeah it completely, completely stopped. stopped. Let me
4: just see if it's still going. Yeah, you might there. as well I'm check it out. Drop the quality, maybe. But uh, you now this this stuff is really uh, I'm I'm excited about uh, 3D printing. Um, yes, I have ordered a printer. Yes, apparently it is shipped. It only took an extra ten days after clicking order now to uh, for them to ship. So I'm uh, I'm I'm waiting to judge the company until it delivers. But uh, yeah, uh, this is gonna be fun. And one of the interesting things we we're talking about is like, okay, if we have a bunch of these transparent airplanes at Flight Fest, well, maybe we're gonna all need like accent colors because. Who's not going to want to print <laughs> this thing in transparent? Because look at, look at the detail in that wing. It Ooh, looks uh, so gorgeous.
2: But a couple LED lights and it would be unique. Yeah,
4: yeah. well, this is it. Patrick's done that oh, too yeah. on a couple of his. Uh, so basically what's really, really where the, the, the beauty and design and the work they've done is in the internal structure. So a lot of the examples that uh, 3D Print Lab or 3D Lab Print... I've been putting out is, uh, you know, the planes are using a transmit transparent filament, and you can see the internal structure of the airplane. So what Patrick was describing in the software, the slicer, that's what tells the printer what to do. And there are points where you're sitting here going... Uh, like I was playing with some software and it's doing all internal stuff. I'm like, I'm not seeing the internal structure, but the beauty behind that aircraft. So, uh, for people to get a better idea, check out some of the photos, or even better, check out the flight test video when they flew the the P thirty eight, not the T thirty eight. from Last one. week, yeah, P thirty eight. So, um, you
2: know, now can it, you uh, could you design like clips where they would snap in potentially?
1: I have toyed with the files where. So what they did is they printed these little tiny bridges here that mm-hmm. are With a couple reinforced. layers higher. Um,
2: uh, so it does lock in a little it's bit. It's
1: supposed to help it kind of snap in. in. In the line um, for lining purposes. But I've got the wrong wing piece here. That's part of the problem.
0: So they just snap right in there. Well, I stopped the stream and started again. I don't know if it actually went...
4: Yeah, yeah, it came back up.
0: Okay, so somebody um, while I was up there checking that, it was, made me laugh as they said, "You take Andre, take the computer, and put him in a chair." So he yeah. <laughs> he said, we need a we need a high chair for Andre.
1: <laughs> Give him a little bit, a little tray. Put the laptop on a, a motion-controlled
3: servo, right? So yeah, it's just go. turning me upside
1: down. So, what Andre was talking about there is the uh, the internal structure, mm-hmm. which is part of the beauty of this yes, whole design. Right, right. Um, and if you look at the way they did it with the, you know, the concentric yeah. lines, mm-hmm. that it's it's gorgeous.
0: It is. It really is crazy. I mean And this, how
1: strong it is. Yeah, this
0: wing piece is so like strong. It's yeah. crazy. Did you feel that? Mm. Now, like I know this is what was oh, wow. kind of concerning me is that the fuselage. Well, that's well, actually. I'm gonna
1: tell, tell you thing. something. Once you put these pieces together, mm-hmm. the whole fuselage gets more stiff.
0: Mm, I see. Okay. Um,
1: I was thinking the exact same thing as you and I was looking at that, I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. Right. Um when, I, when the pieces came off, but when you start gluing them together,
2: they... hold their they, shape better.
1: Yeah, and... I, <laughs> because I'm going to have <laughs> Josh doing this, I didn't want to put anything together, right, you know? Right, right, um, sure. <laughs> so, because this is a full challenge. Yeah. This is a full challenge. He gets to do it all.
2: Uh, <laughs> good luck, Josh. <laughs> good I luck.
1: did not That's give him it. a timeline. Uh, we were just talking about it last night, so... Uh, he's, he's going to have some fun with it, I'm sure.
0: That's interesting. I'm, I'm way more intrigued now after we've been talking about the last couple podcasts and, and yeah, at first I was like, wow, neat concept, but I, you know, Andre was telling me, oh yeah, you just printed on a little 200 by 200, you know, centimeter bit. I was like, what? There's, you know, cause who was it that originally was doing this and they had this ginormous 3D printer um, he was, he was sending you pictures, Andre. Do you remember who that was? Was it the black, wasn't it a black plane? Well, that was, that that's, was that's me. That's Patrick's stuff.
1: That was me, but that's not a gigantic printer. Oh, that's okay. the Da Vinci. Okay. It's just close up. Ah,
2: I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Now you guys, so look,
1: this, this is the picture of the 75% wings, like all six pieces
0: We're printing right on, on the there. same bed. Oh my gosh. That's crazy.
2: Now when you when you build it this way, you don't have to worry about supporting it or anything. Like sometimes I know certain designs I've heard where you have to build like they support structures. They have things. really
1: designed this well where it supports itself as it's going up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and so there's no there's That's no support great. structure for That's it great. as it's
4: printing. Uh
1: I'm I'll, go ahead. I'm wondering
4: about a carbon spar inside the wing.
1: I we talked about that. Um this is uh I would have to actually go in and modify the designs to allow a something to slide uh, through a then. rod that would go, you mm-hmm. know. Along the yeah. entire length it's of the wing, it's pretty. I mean, it feels it is stiff. I'm very surprised, but I can
0: see, you know, something going all the way through the fuselage through. Well, at least that part would of that would wing.
2: prevent the fold up. The fold up you saw in the one that
1: I saw video. Saw in <laughs> the video. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. But it wouldn't help with anything else. You know, like if you if you plow it in. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, It's coming yes, apart. You're yes, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. There's my P38. Oh, we uh, wanna
4: do a combat at Flight Fest with these things. Oh, so this, it could be kinda of
1: cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if the Rotor Riot guys get in on oh, it. Yeah. Now Kay. is this it, was this Kay. shrunk down too? Um that's close up. No, this is this oh, is a full size, size just okay. like okay. that one. All right. But okay. that's my my three D print. And after I got to look at theirs, uh-huh. yeah, I'm doing better job than they are.
0: You think really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I went. I went and took the time and smoothed all the edges. And like, mm-hmm. if you go and feel their joints, yeah. they didn't smooth anything. They just glued it together. They pulled it off of there and yeah. and stuck it down. But if you look at that that joint right there between those two sections, oh yeah. And then look clean. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah, see yeah. the joints pretty right. distinct. You just on do that? a
4: little sanding, I guess. Uh, I took
1: a razor knife to it and basically smoothed down mean, the yeah. edge because yep. what it yep. does is it it does in uh, in three D printing. It's called elephant foot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you print on a base like that. The oh, bottom yeah. layer is yes. kind of whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they give a little... Yeah, right. And so yeah. I just went in with my razor knife and cleaned that edge yeah. and
4: and sand it just you give, a little bit. the glue surface a little bit of a bite, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then you glue it together and it... It comes out so nice. Wow. The only thing,
0: <laughs> I, I love the clear like this. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. But we all know what happens after about six months with CA glue, that we, them joints would all be and yellow. And I see one that looks well, like a yellow. Well, you can see they're now. already yellow. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. So <clears throat> you either have to do well, a color or paint it. No, or, at that point, you would paint it. Yeah, right. But the look of it, though, like this, is it's un- un- unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, yeah. and the crazy thing is on this one, do you see that big swoop there in the wing? Ooh. The uh, the round, so from the nacelle going out towards the uh, aileron. Okay. Yep. They printed in a uh, push rod track.
0: Oh yeah 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 I know what you're talking about. Um
1: and down the uh, down the nacelle all the going out to the rudder and the yep. um, elevator they printed two little tunnels that run through there. Yep. And they use the flexible piano wire for the.
0: Yeah, it's right right here yeah yeah
1: that yeah i did see that that was pretty cool and because the servos can it like this inside the nacelle right right and it is just, just floored me. i mean these these guys are freaking rocket scientists yeah. if you know where it comes to design <laughs> yeah sorry yeah. i didn't mean sorry. to no, take over is, on this oh, no, no, that's no, why you're is, here this is it's cool know, to this is
0: our technical t- stuff yeah to actually talk to somebody who's doing it like yes. just went in and go okay I'm going to try it. What do I have to do? Or what's, like you just mentioned, what were the problems you ran into? This is really good stuff. Um,
1: The only problem that I've had with the printing, and I had it on this one, uh, you can feel, they call these blobs and zits. Mm -hmm, I see it, yeah. You see that? Yep, yep. And uh, it has to do with the retraction settings. And so anybody that's doing 3D printing that has, you know, they they understand that. Mm -hmm. But like when it, when it goes from one spot to another, it retracts the filament a little bit, so uh-huh. there's not pressure in the in the head. Uh-huh. So it's like a caulk gun. You've used yeah. a caulk oh, gun yeah, right yeah. before, right? Yeah, and I'm terrible. And if you if you you squeeze that handle right, and it's it's yeah. going along, and then when you're done, if you don't pop that, it's going to keep right. oozing out. Yes. Well, that's same, what same. happens here.
2: Hmm. Um, now this doesn't sand out that I. Yes, stand. it does. Okay. I
1: didn't do it on this on these. Um, well, on one of them. This one, okay, on this side, mm-hmm. you feel here. I knocked them off and then took a sander to it. Oh yeah, right, just a, yep. a sponge block. Okay. So see. Feel Damn. right there. I just did it in that one spot just to oh, see that's much what better. it would the do. difference. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, Andre, has Martin d- pr- actually printed any of this stuff yet?
4: He's printed a few tests, uh-huh. uh, but he's pushing for he, he's he's suffering some of the quality issues that, uh, that that Patrick is talking about. So he's pushing to improve his uh, his setup and everything. Mm-hmm. So and one of the things uh, that, you
1: know, that Martin is doing is he's trying to use the open source software.
0: Instead, um, instead of instead going, of the program? instead
1: of buying the Simplify 3D, mm-hmm. which I went the, you know, I kind easy of cheated route. a little not, bit. Yeah, the I'm easy route. I'm all about the
2: cheat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> here's my money. <laughs> you're not trying unless you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you're not trying
1: unless you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, so yeah. he's working a lot harder at it than I did, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm fairly certain that his The quality of his planes are going
0: to be a lot better than mine. (laughs) I'm just fascinated by it, really.
4: I mean, yeah, it's. uh, I I was really on the fence because I'm like, oh, that's the last thing I need. It's just something else to take care of, right? But it's just like, no. I I saw this stuff, and I'm like, I need to try this, you know. So it's going to be 2017. Will be a very interesting year for sure.
0: And I think it could be interesting for everybody. Everybody. the the 3D printers keep coming down in price. I mean, you know, a couple years ago they were still over a thousand dollars, right? You know, and now they just keep coming down more and more. And Andre, the kit that you got was less than two hundred bucks, right?
4: Yes, sir. Wow, it was uh on sale was one hundred and fifty five dollars. <laughs>
1: wow, and well, I mean, the normal <laughs> price on it was three ninety nine, right? And so. There's some- we we yeah. figure uh, we figure that there's something new coming out. Yeah, and yeah. everybody's liquidating their yeah. old stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah <laughs> I was even uh, Hobby King had a big sale on their stuff too, and I was looking at it pretty hard, and I was like, uh. and, I, and I I thought just like you said, I thought could be something new coming out, or they got something because they it was all the same kind of name brand printer, and they were all on sale. Yep. So I thought, well, let's just hold off for a little while too.
2: So, now, you were saying that you would have to design it for carbon spark. so you wouldn't want to drill through the, an existing? No, you'd lose integrity, yes. structural integrity, I assume, with that. So
1: what I would do is I would go into SketchUp and take their STL files, and I would make a little straight tube right through the wing just the way that they did for the – well, you see this tube here running through. This is for the wiring for the servo. Okay, okay. Um, and it, and it'll you don't lose to your structural
2: integrity if it's in the design, obviously. Right, because
1: it actually adds a little more strength. Because it'll fuse to the sides, uh, where it's you where, know okay. where it's running. I see. So, it, Andre and I have talked rather extensively about this stuff. So, <laughs> we've got some ideas about some things that we might want to change. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now, do you, out of curiosity, have you looked at maybe trying your own design? I have. And that's probably, like, uh, Um, <laughs> It
1: would be, uh, like, the only way that I could possibly pull it off is if I steal ideas from these guys. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, it's, a, it's a pretty <clears> basic from <throat> balsa design anyway. Well, though. sort of. Sort
1: of. But that's what I was talking about, the, the crossing concentric rings for the structure yeah. is what gives that thing its strength this right here right if yeah. you yeah. if you feel at that point right there mm-hmm. that is like i can't believe how solid that is yeah. and how strong that is right at yeah. that joint right
0: but yet in between it almost feels like a balsa plank exactly. you can still it's still kind of it's it's like film and you wouldn't have to mess with the covering <laughs> like a balsa plank. <laughs> Covering is fine. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> That's cool. I'm I'm very <clears> intrigued <throat> now. So after after the holidays, I'm gonna have to seriously sit down and think about this and let you guys figure everything out <laughs> <the> first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what got, you
0: do and here's uh, what you don't uh, do.
1: <laughs> we got a bunch of us working uh, on it. We've got a group of guys that are together um in a little little 3D print group that we are uh working on these planes and trying to get this stuff figured out. So, hopefully we'll have something Andre will have something to present at some point mm-hmm. that will uh
4: New year, yes sir.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's why he said 2017 is going to be very interesting. Yeah,
4: year. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh <laughs> and and uh the you know, we were talking about uh, I blend uh and more so like the last show we 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 were to we alluded to the the blending of the stuff so even you know we're all still foam board fans mm-hmm. you know we still love doing the scratch build but more integration of these little parts you know things like instead of uh, uh the wings on the uh the arrow being you know foam <clears throat> well let's do them out of 3d printed you know and like my cage on my fast one sitting behind me you know, that's 3D printed. And that's been like one of the best pieces of equipment to put on the, to the arrows. So, you know, we could see things coming down the road, you know, and if, um, you know, so it's just another avenue for us to expand. and It's just really neat to see this technology really coming to the home front kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's a common hobbyist tool almost, you know? Yeah. And I think the,
0: uh, the filament and stuff they're made out of is going to get better next year, too, I think. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: one of the things that uh, that they print out of, uh, this is PLA, mm-hmm. um, which is probably the most common. Right. I mean, it's a sugar-based, uh, so there's no fumes. Uh, once it's extruded, it doesn't shrink, mm-hmm. which is why this works.
2: So you can't eat it. Mike. Oh, I'm I thought it was. sugar based. It's sugar based plastic. Oh, can't wait. Can't
0: wait. Um, I thought a hard-tack. <laughs> None, it looked like hard tack. But you know, wing <laughs> and ch- choke it down with some chocolate milk.
1: Well, that that gives a a whole new meaning to eating your words, right? <laughs> Yeah, if you can't beat me in this maneuver, you have to eat your plane. (laughs) Um, But the the other filament that they're using is uh, PET G, which I don't know what that stands for. (laughs) Um, But PET G has the supposedly has the strength of ABS, which ABS is a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. But the crazy stuff, you print it out and it shrinks. Mm. Okay. Um, one of the nice things about ABS shrinking in a 3D print environment is if you let your bed cool completely down, you just go, whoop, pick it up. Oh, yeah, you don't have doesn't to try stick. To scrape, scrape it off. Yeah. yeah. PLA sticks. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> um, I don't know about PET G, I just got my first spool right before I flew up here, so I haven't tried it yet. Um, but I got a spool of uh, solid silver. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Solid silver PET G. And I'm going to try and print out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Sure. But uh, it, it is also no fumes, yeah. or it says low to no fumes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it uh, doesn't shrink. It has the same properties like PLA. And so, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many different types of filament out yeah. there, you know, for different stuff. There's a bamboo filament. Oh wow. So you can print stuff in in wood and it sands and stains like wood. Wow. Okay. And then there's a bronze filament that's 30% bronze. And so I bet that's it not cheap. polishes. <laughs> wow.
2: That'd make, make a nice feature
1: for sure. Huh. You know, and there's a what is that? It's a tea glass uh, uh, which is a it's a clear um type of filament, but it is a uh, FDA approved for contact with food. So you could actually print like shot glasses or mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And it's uh it's it's gorgeous stuff, I have to say, when the stuff I've seen printed out of it, it looks like spun glass. So wow. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a really cool, really cool thing and I'm I'm excited about it as you can tell.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm definitely more intrigued about it now. All right. Well, we covered the uh, 3D printing, I think, which that was interesting. I really enjoyed that. Uh, we're going to jump into some things I was thinking about over uh, during the week. We're going to get into. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, and, I, and I've we've talked about it before, is I've been doing a lot of FPV flying in the house. And I know I already have a problem that I've said – If I go out and fly the quads a lot and then try to go back to the planes, I have trouble. I don't understand that. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I just have trouble. Well, what I noticed yesterday, flying so much FPV in the house, I still have been trying to get some shots. Um, I did this whole video thing, edited it all up, and I goofed it all up and got mad and deleted it. So I was trying to get some more shots yesterday, and my son was running the the video camera. (laughs) And... I can barely fly backwards line of sight. I was all over the – in the Christmas tree, in the window again, and I was like, I'm done for the day. I was having trouble again flying line of sight with the quads after flying so much FPV. Like I had to go through this whole learning curve yesterday. It was terrible. I mean terrible. That, Mike, do you ever have that problem?
2: Uh well, line of sight, I, I would have my struggles more so than FPV for sure. But I never flew enough FPV to go back to line of sight like you did. Um I couldn't believe how bad it
1: was. Yeah. I I haven't been brave enough to do the FPV thing yet. You're kidding me. Oh my gosh. No. it's nothing a... brave about it. I mean well, it's, it's it's about so more natural easy. It I'm... is so
2: more natural than what yeah. you did on You say imagine. that. No, yeah. it really <laughs> is. I've done
1: ridiculous. it on I've done it on the uh simulator. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and then I get out there to the field, and I put the goggles on, and I get my HMB up, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no kidding! <laughs> yeah, it just it just freaks me out. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, oh man, I've heard of that before. Hopefully, I'm getting a, a tiny Whoop FPV oh, for Christmas. Oh, so much fun! So. Um, I'll find out, you know, Christmas Day. I yeah. was
2: debating going and getting one today, I actually, but uh, my <laughs> wife gave me an errand to run. I may not have time to do <laughs> it. <unfortunately. laughs> not the tiny whoop, but the other version, the, the one, um, Horizons,
0: the Inductrix, Inductrix FP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, that
2: actually, maybe the one that
1: I ha- that I may be getting based on the little box that. Oh I got. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think you'll really <laughs> enjoy. And, and you're not the first person that I've struggled that, that just. Way have a hard time just you know putting the goggles on and committing to it I, I i don't know what it was i almost felt more natural throwing the goggles on flying around than you know line of sight i don't know for me yeah, anyway.
2: line of sight still a struggle for me especially when i i forget what maneuver but when you go like this coming back
0: yeah right i, mean, I start doing backwards. the left and right yeah.
1: tilts
2: or whatever you call it well i'm still but, new
1: to the hobby okay I'll, i'm only okay. two years in
0: okay two years in let's get a little background here because i yes, like to yes. talk about this one. so how did you get started? <clears throat> Why? Explain it a little bit.
1: So, <laughs> my buddies that I work with—okay, uh, Josh Sonnemaker, Ruben Bennett, David Weimer. Um, Dave and Josh were at the first Flight Fest, okay, um, 2014. If you guys were there, mm. did you see the the giant old fogey with the uh, gremlin in uh, in the tail? The
0: Oh, I think so. Yes. The ELY yeah. or Gremlin in, in the yeah. tail? podcast when it went
1: up. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, you did the podcast when it went down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everybody was going, ooh, ah, ooh. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, that was them. Um, so David has been into RC for 30-plus years, and he got Josh and Ruben into it, mm-hmm. and they discovered Flight Test and started – watching the videos and building the planes, and they were doing the F-22s and, um, and uh, then, you know, building more planes. And I myself, I, I have a remodel contractor background, and I built scale models when I was a kid, you know, plastic models, and um, I even built some BALSA non-flying models. So I have some builder sure. background
0: probably
1: more than me more than me i know um and then but what really fascinated me was the quads and so they were all into it and going in they went to flight fest and and then uh towards the end of that year I, i scraped up some money and i was like josh help me build a quad and i was trying to build an aerial photography platform oh
0: jeez right off the bat you will dive right in that's <laughs> I what I was it. trying to do was I I, I, a struggles there
1: at the beginning yeah. with a lot of people I used a TBS clone mm-hmm. uh, you know TBS discovery clone Be, yep the what do they call that the dead cat format um, and we bought the stuff and put it together and I jumped out there and tried to fly it and yeah that was an adventure Uh uh-huh. I, I lost a 550 quad in a desert <laughs> I, I mean, it was it, we're there, and it's just like, how did how it disappear yeah.
0: here? Now, now did you <laughs> did you crash it? And never found it? No no, we found it. Oh, eventually found it. okay
1: but it took us a half an hour in where it went down uh you know a hundred yards from us, yeah. it, and it's like, how does this stuff disappear like that? So stepping forward, uh I started with the uh, flight test planes okay and uh we started talking about it. So right after that, in January, um, they started talking about going back to Flight Fest 2015, and I decided I'm going. And I sat down, and because I've been watching all the videos, and you know, I was catching up where the stuff they'd already watched. Yeah. And I saw stuff about Josh Bixler and his uh, um, Pete and Paul. Yep. And so I designed and built. A and pole flight test based airplane, out of foam board. Out of foam board. Okay, and we tested a fluid and everything, and and uh, well, Josh flew it <laughs> because I wasn't really into that quite yet. You yeah. know, I wasn't up to the snuff on that. And then I continued to fly, trying to fly here and there, and and going through. And then we went to Flight Fest 2015, the rainy year. The rainy year, <laughs> and the year uh. when. Uh, I was volunteering, mm-hmm. and we were there a day early, I guess. And I hear over the radio, Austin goes, Hey, does anybody know anything about generators?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> I,
1: <yeah. laughs> and so I knew a little bit, and so... You know, I jumped out and said, well, I'll do this. And I spent most of the Flight Fest 2015 taking care of electricity. Yes,
0: I do remember <laughs> <that>. right. <laughs>
1: but I built a Adams foam board. I was calling it the F.T. um, <laughs> And <clears throat> I built one while I was there and got Josh to uh, maiden it. Uh-huh. And then I gave it to him. It's here somewhere in the shop. Uh. <clears throat> But uh, so that was where I started. Um, but at Flight Fest 2015, this kind of leads into your question. Okay. You know, what kind of plane would I recommend for a first-timer or beginner? Mm-hmm. Um, at Flight Fest 2015, at the vendors, um, Laser Toys was there. And I bought what he was calling the, the Phoenix 150. Um, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with his, with the Laser Toys planes, but they're EPP foam. Uh, I guess they started out as a Chuck glider. Oh yes, and he I know started... exactly
0: what you're talking about. Okay. Yep. yep. yep.
1: So this is the Phoenix 120 mm-hmm. size plane that he packaged with m- a hopped-up motor, hopped up motor yeah. and a bigger battery and the landing gear and you know I mean it's got four-inch four wheels on it or something yeah. like that. It's it's crazy. But I slapped that together and started flying it at Flight Fest, and that is, like, the best plane. It's still one of my favorite planes. I fly uh, it—usually it's the first thing I fly when I go out Mm -hmm. um, because it is so forgiving of an airplane. And I have piled that thing in, broke into 11 pieces, and five minutes with a glue gun, and I'm ready to fly again.
0: Yep, it's the beauty of EPP. <laughs> yes, yeah. You watch them bounce off the Earth <clears> and glue <throat> it back together. And That's right. Go. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's interesting. So now you're up into your two years. What I, we've talked about a million times. Or your interests change oh, as yeah. you grow oh, and yeah. your skills get. What are you flying now, or what's? Or did so, you did you jump back into the quad stuff, or I, now
1: or are you? I have I have both. Okay. Now. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> The plane flying has made me a better quad pilot. Really? Absolutely. Wow, that's interesting. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because <clears throat> with a quad, no matter which direction you're going, you can keep it with the back towards you.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that your left is left right, and right, right is right, right. And it doesn't okay. matter where you're going, you ah, can keep it
1: towards you like that. Never thought of this. With the plane, You, have you to come when back. you swing yeah. around and you're coming back you're towards backwards. yourself, you've got to do it the that other aspect, way. Yeah. yeah. So that has made me a better quad pilot now.
0: Oh, never, never see. There you go. That's fantastic. I was
2: wondering if that's the direction he was going to go because I know coming back. Yeah. That's a skill level, right? That right. Not and everyone
0: can grasp. I, real
1: I'm, quick. I am, beginner plus at best as a pilot. <laughs> at this point, I, uh, I kind of jumped out there a little bit, and I, I bought a, uh, a balsa. Um, it's a, gold Goldberg Eagle Two. Holy cow! Trainer.
0: Okay, it's a trainer. It's a
1: trainer. Well, okay. it can go. Like, there's three wing positions you can build the wings in, right? Okay. But I bought one that was pre-built, um, and it came with a, a nitro motor and a box and all this stuff that had never been, they never completed it. They basically built the plane and put the film on it, and that was the, that was the end. Um, and I guess either the kid lost interest or what, actually, I'm pretty sure that I know that, they just decided they were too scared to do it because they built it wrong. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> and so when I got it and after I bought it and I started looking at it and like the film was a little loose on this one spot and I, I just kind of picked it in and go, I like whoop. in less than an hour, I had the entire thing stripped of that film mm-hmm. and it didn't leave any pieces behind. So that thing would have <laughs> come oh my apart gosh. in the air. <laughs> And then looking at the wing, they had somehow gotten the uh, the top uh, spar mm-hmm. out of the joint from the, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure what happened. He built both pieces pretty quickly because yeah. they used an epoxy instead of like a CA or something like that. And then when they put them together, that this was too long and it went. Oh. And so the wing. it was a half inch above the. Um, the fuselage part? No, the, uh, what's the parts in the wings? The wing cord. The, yeah, the wing the cord, ribs. but the ribs. Oh, okay. It was a half inch above the ribs. It was just barely contacting, you know, in the top of the ribs.
0: Just, just, just take a hammer to it, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, Sounds so, like I would have lit it on fire and started over
1: now. I'm just well, kidding. I kind of, I went and bought another kit. Okay. And rebuilt the wings and the tail uh-huh. surfaces and all that. I kept the fuse, yeah. And I built that, but I was I was scrambling trying to get it done for uh, Flight Fest 2016. Mm. And so now this is my my baby plane mm-hmm. that uh, I actually built it out of uh, UV reactive film. Oh wow! And I put UV yep. LEDs in the fuselage, mm-hmm. and I put UV LED uh, little. Stands on the top and bottom of the wing so that it shines across the and fluoresces the yeah. film.
3: Yeah.
1: And Andre's seen it. It's it's oh, a yes. good looking plane. And then I kind of uh, overpowered it. I put a rim fire sixty <laughs> on it. <laughs> and uh, I flew it for the first time at flight at flight oh, fest, gosh. and uh, scared the pants off of me I because bet. I was. <laughs> so on the video <laughs> on the video of the maiden flight uh i, I go out and oh, i had man. a problem with the nose wheel that it was not tightening down uh-huh. and so as soon as you start running it would do this oh, geez. oh and then man. so i start out across the the runway and it and takes off across the the wheat oh. and they're like Okay, well that and I just yeah. and pulled up and went. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I guess you're going to go. Committed there <laughs> yeah, <you're> too late. <laughs> and then I come around and I was so sure I didn't pull the throttle back. So, I'm going <laughs> full nearly throttle? full throttle. Oh my gosh. And it's coming <laughs> at know, us it's coming at us like this and it goes <laughs> over oh. my head right towards the bleachers. <laughs> oh. Oh. And you hear somebody going, "Look out!" Oh. <laughs> and I go, Ugh! and I pull it out and get it up, and, and Josh is standing there filming. I was like, "You got to take this." <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it, it scared me so much. It was a, another month before I flew it again. <laughs> Hopefully, you was half throttle. You know, put a throttle limiter on yeah, your transmitter.
1: Because <laughs> 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 you can imagine. A 63 oh, inch wingspan balsa plane no. with a no. with a 5S brick no. coming down in the bleachers.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It, if, there's, if there's one thing I've learned over Flight Fest the last three years, I would never bring anything. Two maiden, one. Two, <laughs> anything that, that I really kinda liked, I do not fly. Uh, yeah, too much traffic. <laughs> yes. So that was a gutsy move. No, oh my gosh. To
2: too many um, too many gutsy wow. options. Um, there. Then,
1: and then finally at a Apache Pass, I was uh I finally had the guts to fly it at night with oh, the wow. lights. Yeah. And I I only you know I get a good six minutes out of that battery six to eight minutes out of the battery you, you
0: probably toast it that at that point though right and
1: I get I put three minutes in the air and everybody was like oh that's beautiful that's great you know it looks great and then they're off talking and doing stuff I'm like oh okay, yeah I'm bringing it in yeah
0: exactly <laughs> exactly wow that's awesome that's I give you a lot of credit so for so I'm trying to do that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm. I love Warbirds. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? So <laughs> Who the doesn't? P-38. I like yeah. to look at them.
2: <laughs> I don't know about flying them, but I well, love looking at
1: them. <laughs> so after Flight Fest uh, 2015, uh-huh. I jumped out and bought a – there was a big sale at Hobby King, and I bought the AT-6 Texan. Oh, okay. Yeah. The you know, – what is it? 1300 mm-hmm. EPO. Yeah. Uh, with the sound – Oh, the, yeah. Okay. It you know, retracts lights yep, and yep, all that.
0: Yep. And – That has been a fiasco. Oh, really? Not a real good flyer? I think, if I remember right, that's kind of an older plane. And that was kind of back in the days where, like, even their older Warbirds, a P-51 and the Corsair, they weren't great flying airplanes compared to what they have now. Well, according
1: to the YouTube videos and the other stuff that I've
0: watched, people will say, oh, this thing flies
1: great. It's a little underpowered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which they all were, yes. And, uh, well... Well, I piled it in and broke the motor mount. And, um, because this, this motor that's in it is what they call the donkey motor or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's got the integrated little cross legs that come down um, for the motor mount. And it just broke those off. Yeah. Know, cheap pop metal. Right. And so I've tried uh, another motor. I've crashed that thing I don't know how many times <laughs> now. With only one semi-successful flight. And the uh, elevator was just driving it up in the air. Like, I had it full down, trimmed all the way down. Uh, I mean, you know, pushed up, trying to, trying to get it back down. And I finally just had to get it close to us and kill the prop and drop it in the high grass.
0: <laughs> now, is this after you put a new motor on it? Yes. Yeah. The biggest <clears throat> thing I know about warbirds, is especially hopping them all up, like, I could take a, a, a stock one, you know, where you have that little bit of right and down thrust, it flies great. And then when you put that nice, big, gnarly motor on it, it's got the exact same problem you described. You got to add more right and down thrust, with ah, them, if that makes sense. It does. Because the more power it wants to torque more, you know, and pull it up in the air more. So you may have to maybe put a little washer behind it, give it a little more down and right thrust. thrust. Yeah, yeah. I've run right yeah. into that. I will, I will
1: try that for sure yep. once I put it back together.
0: <laughs> 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 so. All right, we want to jump into our topics a little bit. Okay, so I was thinking, sitting around, and you know, the the wife's always like, Yeah, what do you want for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. Of course, I know she won't buy me anything RC related anyway because she already thinks I got too much stuff. So (laughs) I thought, What? Yeah. Do they ever not? Uh, I I think on a monthly basis, she's like, uh, You selling anything? Are you getting rid of anything? I'm like, Nah, no, not yet. Um, I think my wife gave up on that. Oh, yeah. So my thought was if you were going to buy somebody for Christmas an airplane, I guess I guess we could do quad if, if that's what you really want to do. But I was thinking more airplane. That's fine, yeah. And you're looking at today's list going through whatever, Hobby King, Horizon Hobby, maybe even Banana Hobby. I don't know what you were looking at. What would you buy for somebody? And what I wanted to do is like, okay, say you had a beginner who's just learning and you were going to buy him something. And then maybe you had a buddy of yours who you fly with who's an intermediate and you were, you know, wanted to buy him something. And then maybe, and this is a, a hard topic, and we were already discussing this before the podcast. What, say you got a friend who's it. really good, like he can do all the 3D stuff and everything. What do you get somebody like that? At the expert level. So Andre, I'm going to ask you first. On the top of your list, <clears> what <throat> would you get?
4: For an intermediate? No, I'm talking I want the beginner that's intermediate. In that's Intermedi- Yeah, right through proper the alright All right, all three? A yeah. beginner has yeah. got to be a UMX of some sort, a UMX plane of some sort, 1S, 2S. Uh, and the reason I say that is when we started off flying, my first one was that Micro Tiger Moth. Oh, yeah. And my dad jumped into a bunch of kits you I know, mean, flight test kits like the be- the Baby Blender and was having a lot of difficulty, especially with the return flight. Mm-hmm. So I passed in my little UMX, and that made all the difference between him continuing in the hobby versus quitting the hobby. Because uh-huh. he needed something smaller in his park that he could just take out a bunch of batteries and go. And, and you know, tough the poor thing looks terrible now, but it did the job. So that, yeah, some kind of UMX trainer, and, you know, we know E-Flight and Horizon have a bunch of superb new models that do it. Intermediate, um, I go with a high wing, man. I go with my Tundra. Um, that thing does the job, and that is a perfect plane when you're stepping up to the next level. Mm-hmm. And for advanced... Uh, the topic we had was: is it is it advanced for the pilot? Is it advanced style plane? Mm-hmm. And for me, it's all about the pilot. That next plane that's going to challenge you. So something that's a bit of a hot rod. So in this case, for me, it was my EFX Racer because sure, that good. really that makes a that lot of pushed, sense. Well, that pushed me to watch the plane like a crazy because you're on yeah. it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's gone. It's you know. So so the level of so concentration, the conditions oh, have yeah. got to be right. You've got to have a good clear day. You've got to be you know. You've got to be on your game. Sure. Otherwise. The plane's gone. So yeah. So again, a little UMX of some sort, a high wing trainer, whatever. In my case, it was the non AS3X. It was a you know a micro Tiger Moth. So it just flew. You know to to you know elevator and to and rudder and but that got me going at the beginning. It got my dad going really well. So I've tried flying it with James a few times, but changing the prop at the field is just a pain. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and uh, good 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 high wing, and then again something that's a little bit of a rocket ship. So yeah. over to whoever's next, Mike. Okay, uh... I kind of just went through my own
2: progression. It might not be the best That's option fine. or whatever. But I mean,
0: you're, it, it's your I opinion, really, you're you're buying that person what yeah. you think. Well, for a know?
2: beginner, I was I originally thought maybe the FT Flyer, but then mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? That doesn't have ailerons, So I, I went ahead and selected like something like my Sky Surfer, which I think the Bixler or the new yeah. latest Bixler is very similar, and that mm-hmm. would be fine too. It has the pusher prop, so you're not going to do prop damage. It kind of glides on its own if you want. So I would say something like that frame, a Sky Surfer or a Bixler for a beginner because you learn the basic fundamentals of flying now you won't have the safe technology yeah. or anything yeah. but as far as that's what I started with Chad Chad coached me with mm-hmm. and, and it, it just it, there's so much leeway there yeah. I mean and you're flying with it and it's a large frame so you're going to see it as far as your depth perception and stuff and and it held up really well, I just that you, to me is a beginner plane yeah. that's a lot of fun to fly right. personally you
0: still have that,
2: don't you I do and I'm honestly, I was talking about maybe getting the latest Bixler because uh-huh. mine's been i re, i used it so much, and I absolutely love that frame so yeah, yeah. um it's kind of like the the best of both worlds'cause it, it it's not a true glider, but you can go gl- i i have gl- glided with that in certain conditions and it's it's just phenomenal, so you can even do that with it. With throttle off, you can still go through your fundamentals of learning the control surfaces and stuff. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, for intermediate, I kind of I did I completely forgot about the timber, but I, I the Swift is what I would do for the intermediate. Uh-huh. And the reason being that you're a little, you're a little bit faster, but you don't have. I mean, it's an elevon as opposed to uh, yeah. the other control surfaces. So I say that's a little bit more intermediate, but you still have that pusher prop. So you know, you're not going to damage it. It's very durable. You can still wreck it, but you're going at a little bit faster speeds and you can do more more acrobatics with it. So, mm-hmm. and, and the reason I consider it intermediate too is you lose orientation sometimes. Like if you go inverted, you got to oh, be on yeah. your game a little bit just to know the orientation of that plane. So that's why I consider it more of like an intermediate type plane. Yeah. And then for expert, I, I, uh, my first thought was like the F4F Wildcat, which they don't make anymore, but anything like that. Uh, I I, th- I always put Warbirds in a more expert level. Now they may not; they're obviously not super fast like the FT mm-hmm. Racer. But I also had the Vegan in there too because it's a little faster. Really? The Vegan. It, now it's it, re- I know you guys say that, but I, I feel like I have to be on the. I'm so focused just taking yeah. off because you need that full thrust. Yeah. And it, I, it it I mean, I just never flew any other jet or. uh That's the only one I have, a ducted fan. I'm sure there's a lot more advanced ducted fans out there. So I would consider a ducted fan more an expert level type
0: plane. Yeah. And I will say the it's vegan really nice. is probably the easiest ducted fan see, I've I'm not ever true. flown. Well,
2: see, I'm not an expert, so it's harder for me to pick an expert plane. I don't have <laughs> I a lot in my my, I, uh, my
0: I, arsenal for expert-level planes. I, so, so. I have the same problem. And then but, after we were talking this morning, I must have changed my mind a 100 times. I <laughs> so
2: that's I, that one I struggled with, yeah. trying to figure out an expert-level plane. Right for people. The FT racer, I thought, was a very good suggestion on on, Andre's chart This is very... Very FX racer, I'm
0: sorry. This is intriguing because there's a ton of stuff out there that people, whether you're a beginner or intermediate, but it definitely, you can see the pattern that It's focused on stuff you have experience with. Sure, you know, sure. It, w- which is common, but still, it's just kind of interesting, like you know, Andre's picks, so I wouldn't have picked that, but he was very confident and it, like he said, his dad, and same with you, Chad, you know, so it's, so Patrick, what uh, what was on? Well you?
1: like I was telling you, you know, the, uh, the Phoenix mm-hmm. as, an, as a beginner level plane, uh, I, the first plane that I ever flew was a umx radian okay okay, okay. yeah um, no, that's a good beginner my friend josh had had his and he put it up in the air and i was at the field with them but i just had my camera i was just videoing you know uh i wasn't trying to fly anything and he's like come here and he stuck this thing in my hand and i oh yeah flew it around for you know five or six minutes and i was a uh, i was a nervous wreck because somebody else's plane sure. and I uh, you know um but i flew it and I, it was not that difficult, but I could see how something like that would help a beginner. Um, with the basics. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. My son, who is uh, 14, I had him out at Flight Fest, uh, and I've tried to get him into flying and things like that. And he really liked the quads. Um, he's, he struggles with uh, flicking the sticks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know? Right. And on a quad that has stabilization, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um you get an airplane. Uh no, you can't yeah. do that. No, that
0: thing's just yeah. <laughs>
1: um unless you have an airplane with safe.
0: Mm. Yeah, because it's limited limited on its uh angles, yeah. Okay. And so
1: somebody at Flight Fest gave him a Delta Ray. Oh, okay, yep. A little 2S yep. Delta Ray. Yep. And he got confident flying. I mean, I've put that, that is one of the ugliest planes you'll ever see now. I've put it together, I don't know how many times. Um, But he got more confident with that. He can get out there and he'll fly that around and he's flicking it, you know, still flicking the sticks. I bought him a Phoenix Mm -hmm. uh, 100, Mm -hmm. one of the little smaller ones, and put that together. and, And at Apache Pass, I tried to get him up flying that. And he, can't fly it he says well this thing just doesn't fly it doesn't fly right and i was like well, and so i put it up and i fly it around i was like it's fine um but it doesn't have the safe and that yeah i actually didn't realize that the delta ray had the safe yes yep um until so that is i think that one with as3x or safe or something like that is not good for a beginner okay good all right because they, they, they learn bad tendencies. They learn bad habits. Um, and so, you know, that's why I would go with something like the, uh, the UMX Radian is, is a good one because, you know, it, you're not going to get that way away from you, and it gives you good uh, skills with the gliding and, you know, mm-hmm. figuring out your direction. You know, when the plane's coming at you and the wing, the wing is dipped this way, you push towards the wing to get it up and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um with the intermediate, uh, <clears throat> I kind of have to go with what I know. Yeah, sure. You know, and I'm mostly flight test. Okay. Uh, the other stuff that I do have, you know, I'm, I'm a big Craigslist peruser, and uh, I have way more planes than I'll... Ever fly? Ever, we all do. Uh, ever fly? In fact, I've bought a couple planes that I never flew and passed them on to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, I have a from. It's a Hobby King. Uh, what do they call the the L four the grasshopper? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's a four S plane. Yeah, but it is so forgiving in flight. Um, and, and isn't that a Balsa plane? I no, it's it's EPO. Oh, is it? It is. Okay. Um, and the grasshopper is it's it's a really nice cub. Mm-hmm. Now the one disadvantage to the grasshopper is a lot of the plastic parts that Hobby King put on it are worthless. Mm. But somebody out there discovered this and on Thingiverse there's a whole section of replacement parts that nice. you can print. <laughs> oh, sweet. So I I've, I've printed all the the landing gear supports and the landing gear thing and the battery door and the you know the hub pieces and all that and and now it's a really sturdy and well-flying plane. Um so for an intermediate person, you know, I I still like I said I consider myself beginner plus at best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do fly that plane. Uh I it's an amusing thing to watch me fly the plane, but <laughs> I fly it. Now, for advanced, I only know what I've seen, and I think I would buy somebody uh, an assassin wing. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: the crash test hobby. Yes. Yep, yep. I have a Titan that's been in the box for about three years, but yes. <laughs> yeah, they're fantastic, yeah. Because I've watched these guys fly these mm-hmm. things, and when you
1: launch them, they go, And it's like, how do you know which way is up? You
2: know,
0: it's. But they're almost indestructible. That's the benefit. Yeah, yeah, the videos that they have. And that's, that's how that got started was, I can't remember, they're out west somewhere. I won't even say like Utah or somewhere out there is where they're. And it was basically just a big group of guys that loved combat. And, this, and I forget his name, and I apologize, but the guy that runs Crash Test Hobbies. like, I'm going to build me an indestructible plane. And he kept working on it and working on it. And he's one of the few people, that, and I don't know if you know this, Patrick, that has a design of a wing without winglets. Yes. Because what problem they were having was is they had these wings with winglets. They cl- clip a winglet, well, then they're going to crash. And he's like, we got to get rid of these winglets. Mm-hmm. So he's got these special angles that you cut off in the ends and – However, he does it, and there's no winglets on it, and it flies just as stable. Now, you can put winglets on it if you want. It's F- fantastic airplanes that he has. I, you know, like I said, I got the Titan. He even has some big ships out there for FPV. But, yeah, I I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. So I would consider that a more
1: advanced
2: okay. flying plane. Yeah, I noticed with beginners, is it is it the low-cost – Of it that gets people more enticed or maybe the durability of the plane or, you know. I'm going to talk about that in a second. I'm just thinking maybe lower cost. I think I'd be more apt to grab something low cost to learn, you know, even more so for durability. Yes. Because you pay more for durability typically. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. I I guess it is my turn. I didn't mean to jump ahead. No, no, no. That's a great (laughs) great (laughs) point. Okay. Now, this is funny because you just talked about the Delta Ray and the AS3X and the Safe. My number one plane for a beginner is the Delta Ray. I was going to say because I know you (laughs) trained your neighbor with that. And it was something they had one here at uh, Flight Test. It was pretty beat up to begin with, and I borrowed it on several – and I've taught, oh, my gosh, probably six, seven people minimum on that airplane. So I got to see all kinds of different – Progressions, And the one really cool thing is one of my neighbors who got into flying, I got him to buy one. So I got <clears throat> to see, like you just talked about, you thought the AS3X, or I should say the safe system, you felt like it wasn't any good. Well, no, I don't think, okay, I'm not, not saying that. It's okay. not
1: good for a beginner because it,
0: uh, you know, allowed him to continue his bad habits. Okay. Now, this is just what I've seen, and this may not be for everybody. What I seen on my neighbor was um, one thing I do like about the AS3X and the safe is, like, you know, when we learned to fly, like, I had nobody to help me. It was crash and burn, fix, crash and burn, and sometimes it got frustrating. So what I did with him is I gave him the basics, and with the the Delta Ray, I found out real quick, five minutes instruction, I hand over the controller, and they were great, you know, with your limited bank. So once he kind of started getting his orientation down a little bit, I I really do like that limited bank. And, you know, as if everybody's starting out, that reverse direction gets everybody. He could press the button. The thing would level, you know, out. He'd get his bearings and then try to go at it again. But what was cool was, you know, on the flip of the switch, you kind of got beginner, intermediate, or expert. He would flip over to intermediate and try more things or, or more bank angles, but always get in trouble. Instantly flip that switch back to beginner, have that thing limited, and he could he could try to he would progress without crashing. You have to push
1: yourself so, though, to do that. Yeah. Let me interject here, okay, and where the problem is with my son, uh, with his Delta Ray, mm-hmm. is he was given the Delta Ray, but he wasn't given the controller.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I bound it to Spectrum uh, DX5. But e you still have. should have
0: all the settings on it.
1: Well, I didn't know about those settings.
0: Oh, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> ah,
1: so okay. it's in 100 percent safe mode oh, all the time. That's
0: why. Okay, <laughs> that makes perfect sense then. All right, I didn't. I didn't know that
1: there was a, a way to change it yes. up. You know, and right, and right. Uh, yeah. I on that on that transmitter, I have no idea. We've, we've tried all the different switches and doesn't work. So um,
0: I think what you can do. Obviously, you don't have the manual then for it. Just go on Horizon site. Uh, you can do a PDF on the manual and it lists all the radio spectrum radios in there and what the settings and what to do with them to get the well, that's good to know yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. so the other thing I found out from a lot of people <clears throat> is they like, hey, this is really cool. I'd like to get into it. How much is it blah blah blah. And like Mike said, or even you beginner, a lot of the flight test planes. well, then I have to try to explain to somebody I'm like, okay, you you buy this kit. Then you kind of gotta wow. put it together. Well, then maybe gotta go to Hobby King, buy a $50 orange radio, and then you gotta buy, you know, this power pack, and they're like, I'm out. So the thing I liked about the Delta Ray, everything, you know, All 150 included. bucks at our at our ready local place, pull it out of the box, charge a your battery, you're ready to go. Yep. yep. The only downfall I have with that airplane are the stupid brushed motors if they would upgrade that and put a little i would pay twenty dollars more for, for a brushless. couple of brushless motors on. i agree it make that that plane that's the only downside i've seen with it i don't understand I those better. motors but what i do like about it one is the landing gear is removable because everybody i started out we just belly land it you pull the gear <laughs> off and belly land it Two you get good enough to want to practice touch and goes or landings Two, the way it's set up with the props you can auger it into the ground. You generally, we did have a few pr- props fly off, but it generally doesn't hurt it. You know, the, as you right. know, the, the nose gets completely mashed up, and you keep gluing it on. You keep gluing it on, but the thing keeps flying.
1: Uh huh.
0: Two, the thing that I thought was cool is I could get somebody who was walking their dog come through the field, be completely intrigued, and I go, "Come over here, take it, set it up, push the button, hit the throttle, and just throw it, and just stand there, and the thing just takes off." You know, it's on beginner mode and safe and go along, and then they got limited bank. Within five minutes, I hand them the controller, they're freaking out. Oh, I can't do it. And I'm like, here you go. And within ten minutes, they're doing their own circuits. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, land. Cut the throttle, push the button. Lands itself. I said, okay, pick it up, hit the throttle, push the button. They toss it, it takes they were blown away. Completely blown away. See, that's a completely
1: different experience than what I've had with the Delta Ray. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I wasn't aware of all the Teachers to me, that. it's a it was an R C airplane. I bound it to the yeah. spectrum and put him out in the field. And I didn't know it had any of those Cool features. It
0: does. It's a fantastic <laughs> airplane. And even my neighbor, he's at the point now. It's been about a year or so. I, I he, he'll flick it. He'll get three mistakes high, flick it in expert. Try inverted. Ah, panic mode. You know, just it. It's so cool to see him be able to try things on their own. And he'll go out and fly on his own, no problem, because he knows he's you know. He's okay, and trust me, he's, I got pictures of it. The thing's been augered into the ground. It probably <laughs> has more glue. It looks all about as bad as Andre's FT yeah, racer. Um, yeah. So that's that's my beginner <laughs> plane, and probably because I have the most experience with it, and I've seen a ton of people just after just a couple yeah. minutes hand it over to them, and they're physically flying. And it's, it's relatively cheap, out of the box, everything, radio, battery. That's what – Seems like people want to, you know, unless they were kind of like you or in the building and don't mind that process. But I would say eighty, eighty-five, ninety percent of the people I talk to, they want to pull it out of the box and go. That's true. All right, my intermediate. This was this was tough, man. It was really hard. But I have to agree with Andre. It's pro- I'm going to go with the tundra. Um, it was a huge toss up between the timber and the tundra, and I I gave the nod to the tundra just for the fact it's got. I, a little bit more power, it seemed to be a little bit more aerobatic, uh, maybe just a, the fun factor was just for an intermediate, it might have been a little higher, depending on what you wanted to do, but the thing I liked about the timber was the uh, the way it was built, the lights, you know, the uh, the stole capabilities, uh, the option of putting slats on it, I mean, it's got its own little, you know, things that I liked more about it than the Tundra, but I think in the overall, Grand scheme of things, I like the Tundra. Just you know, in the, they are very similar. I mean, very yeah, similar in, in my uh, opinion. And being versatile, coming with floats, you know, you want to do a, a short field takeoff challenge or you, whatever. Like me and Andre, you know, I'm flying inverted behind him, and we're trying to, you know, just it, it's unbelievable what you can do with them.
1: Well, that's an interesting thing. I have never flown one of those, either one of them, mm-hmm. the wing. But uh, uh, Andre on Friday, we were. He was going to put me up with the, I guess it's the timber. It has the slats.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, you mean Josh? No. Was, you said Andre? It was on, I'm sorry, not Andre. <laughs> I was going to say, did, how'd
0: you not get from to Canada? Canada? Not
1: Andre. <laughs> Artem. Oh, oh Artem. Artem. Okay. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's another one of those A names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Artem was going to put me up with that one. And I, I, because I had, so on Friday I was here. Mm-hmm. I tried to fly one of the little biplanes. Yep. Tried to fly the Bravo and I had to do some repairs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I want to fly one of those uh timbers and uh you know, or the tundra. tundra. I really want
0: to try it out because yeah. They look like a lot of fun. Oh, they're so much fun! I hate to keep harping on them, but the high wings with a with a good motor on it. There's just so yeah. much you can do with them. Wintertime water aerobatics, slow flight—like they're just so versatile. Depending on what you know, if you're tired of flying slow, then you go up and do a little aerobatics. You know, you want you want to fly off of you know this rough field full of rocks and roots, and you can. You don't need a runway, which is one you know yeah. one of the biggest things I like yeah. about it. So they're they're really versatile. Sorry. Now (laughs) on, I hate to stay with the high wing thing. For I guess my upper intermediate or expert again. This I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I really like we talked about earlier. It's like what do you really? You know, it's it's got to be a plane that can be fun, but pushed to a, a, a higher limits or somebody that has some higher skills and. Because I have one and I've flown a lot know, like honest, it, it's got to be the Carbon Z Cub. Oh, oh I wouldn't nice. guess that. Nice. Be- because somebody, you know, that's more of a, a higher ex- intermediate or closer to—I don't know if we want to say kind of expert—but has the higher skills. You know, they don't mind spending a little more money buying the bigger batteries, and the Carbon Z Cub has a lot of power, and it can—it can be a lot of fun. Now, I've seen a few things. I even think flight test guys were a little down on it because they thought it was uh, a little more up, you know, above intermediate or whatever. But I found the complete opposite. And I think, yes, the plane has a lot of power and can get out of control. But if you dialed, if you put a throttle limit on that plane and dialed the power down on it, that thing will fly just as easy and as slow as a timber will. It's a pussycat, cat. That's, that's
2: I'm surprised you picked that as an expert because it's uh, to me with the larger airframe, it yeah. punches through the wind better. There's a lot more stability. A lot of it should be easier in my mind to fly. Right, but but you say there
0: is a ton of power. There is a, that baby's running on a five thousand six cell and has a ton of power. And literally, you can go up and do anything you want the. with that plane. <laughs> Inverted spins. And you Knife tow edge, with it, obviously. Yeah. I mean, it is a gnarly airplane that is a lot of fun. Like you just said, Mike, it would be gusting to 20 miles an hour. You want to get out and fly? No, no problem. Yeah. How many of those? I, I I think not last year, but the year before, with all the rain, we had a couple of those windy like Friday mornings. <clears throat> I think there was four or five Carbon Z Cubs out flying at Flight Fest, and that's the only yes. thing you've seen out there flying was it was those airplanes. And they are yeah. a ton of fun. And you guess it, as far
2: as uh, transporting them, you need an expert type vehicle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it It does break down. It is a large airplane. I'm not going to lie, but the wings do come off. It You're pretty much committed down. to one airframe when you get yes. into the flying field with that puppy. <laughs> that, that is correct. That is correct. But it is a ton of fun. I, I really like. I wish I. I I need to fly it more. I'm surprised than I do. with
2: that selection. I thought maybe it'd be some type of ducted fan or. Uh, well,
0: you know, I have the uh, Multiplex Funjet Ultra that I never fly, but like, what's you, the one that would scream a hot like a hotliner that made
2: noise? Man, that thing went so fast. Which, well, I got it. I got a dynamic S. <sighs> That's the one Is that I'm thinking that the one of with I think. a hopped up oh, motor that does about hundred yeah, miles an hour. Yeah, and it makes that. I thought you would select something like that, maybe.
0: I mean, it's just one of those things where you. It has its day. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's not really versatile. You know what I mean? Because even if you got a lot of skills, sometimes you, you get bored doing one thing. Even like probably a 3D pilot. After a while, it's like okay, I want something different. Where my thinking with a carbon Z cub, it's more so versatile options. You know, if you want to go like we were just talking about, he could, he could take that plane and you can take your timber and still do a, a, a short field and takeoff challenge mm-hmm. if you wanted to, yeah. you know what I mean? But if you wanted to go up and do some aerobatics or just nail the throttle and, you know, run it, whatever. Where the dynamic, yes, you're just doing, yeah. blazing by you yeah. type thing. And that's and pretty much it. As we learned, which Dives completely blew me away when Scott, who was a beginner bought an <laughs> EFX racer and I was, I watch him
2: flying it. I think of you, Andre, because I'm like, how does he fly this thing? Yeah. Yeah. You
0: talk about total focus the whole time you're flying. So that kind of blew my theory right out of the water when I seen that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know whether, but so that's that's my thought. Let's be
4: honest. If anybody said, here's a carbon Z cub, you're not going to say no. (laughs) Right, right, right. All right. selection but uh, would, would you would you throw in the t-28 then the carbon z-228 in that in that category then as well
0: no only only for the fact that it probably flies just as well i don't think you're gonna do as much aerobatic stuff with it two uh you're gonna have to have a a relatively nice runway whether it's true. short field or paved that's true yeah. and gotcha. three we can get floats for the carbon Z-cub and then go off of the water. So that adds another awesome. experience. That is very true. Yeah. There you
1: go. So, Well, can I ask a question? Absolutely. So if you wanted to ask this same question, but you wanted to limit it to foam board airplanes. Ooh. Oh, so flight test planes? Not necessarily flight test planes, but like
4: okay. any foam but board, kids?
1: foam board that they're still using like Dollar Tree foam board,
4: Airplanes. Okay. Okay. So designs. Um, FT or I would. Beginner. Well, the beginner. I would go with the the explorer.
1: Which is one I haven't built or flown yet, so I don't yeah, know anything I've about that one. I've got a kit
4: here. and That's what I want to train James with. My intermediate, uh, and this will come up to it because this one's probably one of my top planes is the FT racer. Because <laughs> oh, okay, uh, that's surprising. That, well, that, that plane, for me, is where I started doing my aerobatic flying, guys. Yeah. I mean, that plane unlocked a bunch of stuff. And then Advance from Flight Test would probably... I haven't flown the Spear yet, but one of their wings, I would say. Because the wing flying is... I, I love flying the wings, but I also know that that's a plane that just, just screams for FPV. Mm-hmm. Especially my Arrow. So, those are my top three, you know, if I'm going to go with foam board picks and designs. Those ones really... All of them have had, had impact in their own ways. Now, I haven't done the FT Explorer yet, but I've got a kit, and that one has got plans for it. And I'm hoping to throw James under the sticks uh, in the spring with that one.
0: And I have to agree with you. I think something like the FT Explorer, you know, for the beginner or whatever. But I, I was thinking for my intermediate would be the like the Mini Arrow, Andre. Something that you could, you know, uh, if you wanted – you, you put a smaller motor on it and get comfortable with it and then you could hop it yeah. up and make that thing do 100 miles an hour you know
4: yeah yeah you can go either way like the two mm-hmm. the 2s arrow mm-hmm. Um, was Is fantastic. Like my dad flies at a smaller field when he isn't at, at mm-hmm. our larger field. And on 2S, it is perfect in that field because we've tried other airplanes. We've tried like a Spitfire and, mm-hmm. and even my Racer. And you're just, you're in constant turns, right? Because mm-hmm. you're in this smaller soccer field. The aero is fantastic. And then, so I've got, like I said, I've got two of them and they're they're multi rolled. I got the, the full on crazy 1300 C, uh, 3S FPV ship. And then I've got the line of sight, which I fly at 2S. I've flown that at Wayne. I've, i I put a 3s into it now because I just want to go a little faster but I can jump it down to a 2s and slow it down for his park so yeah you're right it is a very versatile aircraft mm-hmm. but for me my intermediate I, I still stick with something or even the um, the FT Spitfire uh, but just
0: You took the words right out of my mouth. Just Ah, gonna say that, like you know, we all when we get into the hobby, like you were just talking, and we've all been there. We we love the warbirds and get into them. The the FT Spitfire is probably one of the easiest flying, best flying uh, foam board warbirds I've ever ever flown. So, wow,
2: I guess I could go next. Um, I'm I'm trying to remember the name of the one. It's been so long since I built it. But let me go with the beginner, I'd say F T Flyer. Yeah. I just that's oh, slow and yeah. really that's easy. Right. That's a very that's, good beginner they plane. They have so
0: many plays now as you yeah. forget to about me, some. That of was them.
2: my first one on one of theirs, I think. You're and it right. and it is it is a good go to for kids or anything yeah. just to throw that up there. It's so slow and you, you can control your maneuverability that's with that's a good it. one. And then my intermediate I to get away from, because I said a wing on my first it uh you like go the the wonder. Well I was gonna say the mini mini arrow, but actually uh, the baby blender. Oh, okay. I love that plane it's a little bit more really? build time but i do oh my gosh that thing is awesome it lifts like instantly as uh, far as like it's i love it I. it's uh, one plane
4: I, that that plane drove me crazy really oh and i thing.
2: love I the could... looks of it i mean as far as intermediate <laughs> okay. i just love it the was... looks and the paint schemes you can do with it and stuff i i had a blast with that plane and uh, as far was... as flying a, a biplane like that uh-huh. or whatever it's just I I enjoyed it a lot as an intermediate.
1: Well, it's funny because that's one plane that I've cut out four kits of those. I've built two Uh and haven't got to fly one yet.
2: Really? Uh-huh. I was yeah. just surprised how quickly they take off. Like with that double wing, the lift you get from it, which is typical. I just didn't yeah. know. It was and I will lift.
0: say, I've flown mics. So I was pretty impressed with it. You know, it's powerful and it could do anything you wanted it to yeah. do. Now, as far as durability,
2: I could see, Andre, it's not a real durable I <laughs> mean, you know, that wing, well, I've had to replace yeah. some wings and stuff on it off yeah. and on. We had
4: issues, and we were using, uh, ra- rather than. Uh, We were using the Elmer's Foam, so I always felt the CG was... Like, it just... It would do random things for us. Like, you're Hmm. flying along, and then all of a sudden, something would go, and you're like... I didn't have that. So, I struggled struggled with the plane in the end. We just mothballed them for for planes with with different fuselages and longer wingspans, Hmm. because I found the shorter... The stubby wings really... Did lend well to to to, to our flying. I felt. Oh,
2: I loved it. I could do aerobatics, rolls, everything. It was yeah. really good. For I, me. I
4: wonder if it's the difference between the material phone and the kit versus I the scratch build. It could could be. be. It could be that plane was really CG sensitive on us. So. Mm-hmm.
2: And then for the advanced, I still go with the vegan because like it's just a, it's a ducted fan. <laughs> like that's, you're killing it's a, me. It's it's that speed thing that I can't get over with. See, I'm not used to flying. great
0: You know, and the thing, I don't know if you realize. <laughs> oh. I've, go ahead. Um, Two with the vegan. If you, you know you're getting into the ducted fan, and and I know, like even my my old, I I actually have one of the the uh, David's original version sitting at the house. Oh, it's oh, it's just a great beautiful. frame. Don't no, get
2: me wrong. But, I just it it challenged me as far as being that that fast and right. so keeping my eye on it. Um,
4: you can fly that
0: and and slow it down and run it on a three cell. Yes. So, you yeah. know, it, it is a really docile. See, maybe that's my problem, too. I have a fort set
2: up for the fort. Exactly. Setup. So for me, it's yeah. that's an element that makes it more right. advanced And it me. is
0: pretty pretty wicked on And the
2: orientation, like for me, getting out, it might, it's probably a lot to no, do with my I color scheme. I agree with you there. It was I, very difficult when I got out distance-wise with the, it keeping my eye and my orientation. I, I, on I agree.
0: That I, I did the, hey, those trees aren't close, and smashed <laughs> it into <laughs> so, the house,
2: Mike. So, yeah. <laughs> I agree with you there. So, I have I, a vegan... In the box. Oh. <laughs> oh, I haven't built it yet. It is now, a great, great... <laughs> can you guys remember the twin engine one? I'm drawing a blank The cruiser? cruiser? Cruiser. Oh, I yeah. built one of those, and I could see where that would be a more advanced plane. Like, if you got differential... Th- I didn't set mine up for differential thrust, mm-hmm. but I I bet that would be a more challenging plane for me if I if I uh, worked on that. <laughs> it's just something I haven't done yet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that could be a more advanced plane, the, I think. The, the duck.
0: Oh, the seat! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful it's airplane. Camera. Yeah, I love it's that airplane. beautiful, and it flies fantastic, doesn't it?
4: Yes, it does. Yeah. It will fly very nicely on one motor. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's wow, interesting. that's interesting, huh? I spun a prop right off the airplane one day, and yeah, so, and it didn't spiral
0: that, that,
4: in. No, I glided it in just fine. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's
0: wow, wow
4: okay, Thank moving on
0: were we, were yep. any was there anything else you wanted or, oh or i, would, wanted I was
1: just a, i'm i'm so i i've I've been in you know watching flight tests and all mm-hmm. this and but I haven't flown that many flight test planes yeah uh so it's one of the things that I want to do, and so this was that was more of a question for for me because yeah. I want to you know there's yeah. things that I want to build that i want to try right. And it's just like which yeah, way do yeah, I go? Yeah, because there are so that's many the planes. <laughs> there are so many.
0: I mean, they all relatively fly good. Some are a little fast. I don't know the. For me, I find the foam board. It, they you know kind of all I sh- fly the same in a in a, in a uh, way. Well, I completely forgot
2: about the FT22, and that is a great. That's frame another to fly. good one. I completely forgot yeah. about that's a good intermediate level. I think and, plane and- from them. Once again, I, yeah, I built recommend. several of those and still haven't flown one. <laughs> that, that's, that's a crazy. good one. Now you'll, you'll enjoy that. We're seeing this
0: pattern here. I know. You
2: got a
1: lot of work. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, what you need, happened? You with... need
0: wintertime in Texas. <laughs> <so> you... <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> what,
1: what happened with the baby blenders is I built them to come to Flight Fest mm-hmm. 2015, and I didn't use very good glue. I guess because oh. in the hot trailer on the oh. way back, oh, they yes, came apart.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that's once a, you got all
1: that glue on yeah. it, trying to put it back yeah, together, no. you know, wait. Right. now if you break something and you're, you know, glue yeah. the broken pieces back together, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. one that comes apart like that, it it's never no. glues back yeah. together right. Right.
0: Yeah. I and agree. So, and they never, it seemed like that even if you do get together, they don't fly the same.
1: Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I also, for the same trip, I had two F22, FT22s. Oh, wow.
0: Um,
1: but I built them out of, uh, out of Elmer's uh-huh. instead of uh, the Adams, the Adams, yeah. and you were underpowered. Well, no, I I didn't even get them built because when I got there, I pulled them out of the. Um, we were using a big tent as a hangar, uh-huh. and we were sleeping in the trailer. Okay, and then that Tuesday night when the hurricane, oh, you know, yeah, the yeah, flight yeah. fest hurricane came through, yeah, um, my. F 22s got blown off of the, the oh. tree and ended up in the puddle oh, <laughs> no. in the bottom of the tent.
0: Wow. So,
1: yeah. Um, and what? then I, I don't know what it is about Flight Fest and the hurricane storms, but right before <laughs> Flight Fest this year, there was one that came through. And like I had built an arrow to fly at mm-hmm. Flight Fest. And it got drenched and
0: came apart. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, you know what, Patrick. Now you don't have to worry about it because we have waterproof foam, waterproof foam board. Yeah. 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 All right, moving on. We're, uh, my next question was going to be, since I was reminiscing, and I find it interesting, is what are your top three planes? Or we, again, if quads in the in the thing or whatever, we can do that. What's your top? three of all time overall it could be something that's in your hangar now it could be something you crashed 10 years ago or five years ago or whatever but just your top three planes that you had or have and andre we'll just go right around we'll start with you
4: all right so number three would be my park zone t28 okay and that's just because that was just the next stage for me when I was starting off and it was a fantastic, it was my first plane with landing gear essentially. Mm-hmm. So I was learning the land with a tricycle gear and everything. Number two would have to be that FT racer because even though mine was a scratch build kit, man, that thing is like legend. I, I, I almost regret the day I cut it up and I still got the wing and parts of it. But, you know, like when I'm getting death threats, or, you know, at Flight Fest. <laughs> well, death threats is a little extreme. But, How many people, you know, people were
0: trying to steal that abducted? from you? Yes, yeah. exactly. Mike Ryan. was one
4: of them. <laughs> you know, so uh, I do have a fresh kit and I will build it up. Uh, a proper foam board kit, you know, from flight test versus the – but it's the white foam. So I'm going to – don't want to build it till the spring because yeah. otherwise it just won't last the winter and then i guess my number one uh is, it has to be that radian because uh you know chris harped on me for like what two years and yeah. i finally picked one up and it changed it changed how i view flying i don't i don't fly it very often on my own because it's almost uh it's almost too uh it's almost too lonely. <laughs> you would probably fall asleep. No, 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 no. There, there's days, but it's funny because if I get out to the field and I only have an hour, the mm. radian can represent that entire flight time, right? Yes. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. So th- those are my top three right now. Um, if I'm gonna throw out a multi road I think the the Phantom has changed how I view things, but I, I, I still that one's still still too soon to, to win a, a warm spot in my heart completely. So, but so they're my top three. All right, Mike.
2: Well, uh, now, did he go from three to one or one to three? Yeah, three to one. Yeah. Uh, well, three. I, I put the tricopter on three just because it's. F, I know it's not an airplane. No, frame, that's but, fine. But it's FPV, and I yeah. went fastest ever with that that frame, and I still have it, and I enjoy flying that. It's smooth. It's. <laughs> I go a lot quicker than I ever dreamed I could fly FPV with it. Uh-huh. So it was another element for me that I really enjoy, and it's Absolutely. obviously durable because I oh, put yes. it. I, well, you've seen some oh, of yes. the wrecks, and I've discussed some of them wrecks. So yeah. I really like that design and frame for that. And then number two, I didn't get much flying time with, and you're probably going to be surprised by it, but it was the Sequoia. Really? I really like that plane. I don't oh, Andre, own, I don't even own Andre one. Andre
0: might be selling one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't own one, but I, I did
0: like it a lot,
2: what, you limited, did enjoy flying, that what limited flying I had with it. Yeah. So I did like that Wow,
0: one. I'm shocked by that and one. And
2: then number one was the Radiant, of course. Oh, man, so. the Radiant. Look at this.
0: It's not a big surprise. I
2: mean, that what I you know, talking about. You know, for you,
0: honestly, I think it is. I never would have pictured the Radiant on your top of the list, though, to be honest oh, with no, you. No.
4: Chris, you when we were there in May at Chaz, so you fun. took off. Mike and I were in the air forever. And I, I remember, oh,
2: yeah, okay. it's it's fun. Yeah. It was absolutely, and like like on to Andre's point, it's when you're with someone yes. and it makes all the better memories absolutely. with it too. So yeah. that's another feature. <laughs> absolutely, it's great to fly with others with that frame.
0: All right, because you get all the
2: flying t- or uh, duration. Well, so I'm uh
1: I'm kind of a little bit torn because I. I have like a, a top three quadcopters and I have a top three airplanes.
0: All right, let's just do it. Let's do your top three quads and top okay. three airplanes.
1: So in my number three quad is uh is going to be my uh, unique um Q five hundred plus. Oh okay. Now you don't really fly that. You you know you direct it. Yeah. But it's It's great. I love it. It does, you know, it does what you want it to do. And it's a, you know, it's a very entertaining. I love the camera platform, you know, and it's, uh, (laughs) we got a ding there. All right. No big deal. Go ahead. Um, and then, uh, uh, I really second on the quads would be the, uh, the little nano, the Blade Nano?
0: Oh, the Nano QX. Yes. Now, the regular? Oh, the regular. the regular. I don't not have the, the FPV, FPV one. Okay. I just
1: have the regular one. Yeah. But my top quad is my HMB q
0: 235. Ooh, nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I have bounced that thing off of so many things, and I actually have two of them. I have the V1 and I have the V2. What was oh, it? Okay. The HMB? HMB. I want HMB. one of
0: those
2: so bad just because of the durability level. They I, I don't are in touch with guy.
0: Mike, I think I have one. I'll give it to you.
2: Oh, my god! I think I have all I the would love that. And, uh, I would let love you build that. It. As oh long as you gosh. let
0: me fly. No. Oh, no. Okay. I won't let you fly. Your own, your own free. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you one, Mike.
2: Because I, I, I remember one. discussing with them and yeah. the durability of that thing. I just yeah, I what, would love
0: to get my hands on it. What them one. guys have done over at Multi-RC, you know, Mark, yeah. um, yes. it, I think, and I don't know, for me, I think it was a game changer because even yeah. – even back then when you know I was very intrigued about the multi rotors and I still am but I don't fly it a lot only for the fact that you know you crash you got to change this you crash mm-hmm. you got Throw or you know an ESC with that. Bad or that HMB man, it was it you know, at the time Use and even the now.
1: HMB with the, the DAL bullnose props. Yes. You get up and you, you
2: bend, bend the prop back. back. I just and can't then, even believe I can't even believe it. In. Right. That's all me. <laughs> that's all, that's yeah. All that I because
1: need. when we started, we were using ZMRs mm-hmm. and we get out there and you know, you're flying around, and you take one tumble. I'm replacing three Pops. props.
2: Yes. Yeah, easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. And I did the same thing with the uh, the mini tricopters. David sent over all those, you know, high yeah, dollar we were HQ props. we going through props, we were going
2: through props and Left quick and on right.
0: That. And finally, I was like, this is it. I'm going DAL. And I switched over, and that was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. I told David about it. He's like, really? What do you think of them? I go, well... For one, I, I'm not good enough to notice the performance, and two, I love them because <laughs> I don't debility. have to replace them yeah. on every little crash. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I actually am on my one HMB. I'm running on the second set of DAL props oh, wow. that I've ever put on it. Wow! And you fly and like I, a lot, I fly if I'm flying a
2: quad. That's what you're. Um,
1: usually, that's what I'm flying.
2: Yeah. Wow. So I a lot of flight time on them original yes, props. Then is what you're getting. Just at. two sets. Yeah. So you know that, that, that's, that's amazing. A, a testament to those props for
1: sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so without extending this too long, the, the planes, um, my third uh, is going to be the same as Andre. I've got a park zone T-28. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm not that great with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a lot of fun to fly. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is the other guys I fly with, all all four of us have T28s. Oh, that yeah. And so we yeah. go out there and we try and throw them all up together and, you know, do a, uh, yeah. as much formation flying as I can contribute to. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um and then uh so my second is going to be my my uh Eagle 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cuz I I love that plane. It flies phenomenally, you know, uh, what is a day two? Is it a highway
2: or a... it's a high wing?
1: Okay, uh, and uh, there's three wing positions you can do full dihedral with no ailerons, mm, I didn't um, know that. make it a three channel. Yeah, you can do partial dihedral with ailerons and make it a semi sport flyer, and you can do a flat wing with the ailerons and then make it a real sport flyer. Um, and I'm in the I'm at the B level uh-huh. uh, with the ailerons, so. Um, it's a, it's a nice flying plane, but my top, I, I'm with these guys. I have Radian. Really? Yes. Oh, I did
0: not know you had Radian. (laughs) Look at this. This This is amazing.
1: uh, I actually had two. I have two Radians. Um, I got one at Apache Pass in a, they were having like a swap meet kind of thing with people and there was one new in the box and I offered the guy 80 bucks. He took it. Um, wow. Wow. Okay. Well then I went and found out I went and opened it up. The canopy was missing mm-hmm. and the flight controller was gone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the, yeah, the receiver. receiver I yes. mean. Yeah. Um and uh and I called I went and talked to him and he's like, "Oh, I was selling it for somebody else. I didn't know that was missing. Um do you want all your money back or you just want some of your money back?" And and I was like, well, "I'll go ahead and keep it because I knew it's I had another canopy value. at That's home." Great yeah. Value. And, I would have taken the receiver yeah. out anyway. I fly Tranis. Sure. Oh
0: yeah, right. right. Oh yeah. So, so you're not out a whole lot. No. At that point.
1: And he's. I said I'll just keep it. You just give me Great some frame. money back. And he goes, How about forty bucks?
0: <laughs> you're kidding oh, me. was like, yes. Yeah. I don't even think That's you can buy fine. replacement wings for
3: forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. my so, gosh, that is awesome. But then
1: I made the mistake, Andre, flying by myself. Oh. <laughs> And we, I, was, uh, I was flying it. Um, this is my second Radian. My first Radian is a little more beat up. Mm-hmm. I bought it used as well. But uh, I was flying my new one. I put it up. And I don't know there was a crazy jet stream or something. I was just kind of cruising along. And I went up. And it just, oh,
3: just wow. took <laughs> off.
1: Wow. And, and I was like, oh, crap. Now, there was another guy at the field. He was overdoing his own thing at the pits. Uh-huh. Um, and I was hollering for him. Because I could barely see it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's getting to be like a you dot. Know? Yep. Yeah. And I'm trying to get it turned back around, and I completely lost orientation. Oh, man. Because the thing was now like this big. Yeah. You know? and uh, That's a
2: scary feeling I know then, all too well. <laughs> and then so, I'm going, and scary.
1: then I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Okay, it's coming back. Great. And I'm, I'm following, and I'm following. Uh, and then it's like drifting off to the right. I'm like, no, back this way, this way. And nothing is happening. And then I look. It's a full-scale plane. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm looking. I'm scanning. I'm pulling up. I'm, and then my transmitter goes, uh, oh, what is RSS- it? RSS- uh, RSSI low. And then RSSI lost. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so you lost oh, wow. it. Yeah. Lost it. Oh and my gosh. It went down in a uh, six hundred and forty acre oil lease north of our uh um flying field and there's no way into it. I, I this happened all in the first like ten minutes. So I had another twenty minutes of battery, easy oh. with it on the ground. So I'm I'm running around this yeah, try to pick three up mile signal. thing trying to pick up a signal, um, and I never could I never did get it. Oh. And <laughs>
0: Wow. <laughs> That's
1: so, a good story. You, that is great.
2: <laughs> You're flying a wow. full scale.
0: I was flying <laughs> a full scale for
1: a good two minutes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that feeling you get like, oh I got it. God. I got it. I don't have it. <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, man. And there was no, nobody baby. else there to witness oh, it, you know? God. It was like... That is so a great you're tra- story. telling the story? They're probably going, "Yeah, sure, uh-huh. yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. full scale airplane, yeah." Sure.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's unbelievable!
1: Wow. So you have, so you just have your old radio. I just have my old Radian now, but mm-hmm. you know, I mean,
2: <sighs> it's it's it hurts that
4: the Radian oh, went away. Yeah, yeah. It always but hurts
1: when
2: you lose a frame, I lost
1: forty bucks right in the frame. Yeah, twenty bucks in the receiver, twenty bucks in the battery. Yeah, so. You know, I'm 80 bucks out on that one. That's a pretty yeah. insignificant loss when you look at some of these RC right. planes. Yeah, and Yeah, I know.
0: I know. So, <laughs> so somebody down there needs to buy a Phantom so you can do a little, rec- rec- you know, rec- what do you call it? The okay, uh, remember this? Yeah, this is uh, easily six to eight hundred acres. Really,
1: with no no entry, no entrance. Get... Oh, it's fenced. Gosh. Yeah, you know, game fenced all yeah, the way
0: around it. Right. Man. So, ah,
4: heavy duty lifting, man. Come on, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: radiant or a uh, phantom with a hook, buddy. We'll get it out of there. <laughs> well, no, I, <laughs> I know. What <laughs> I'm saying
2: is the,
1: the search to radius it. of yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a needle in a haystack. <laughs> type right, effect. right, right, right. Especially with a radiant. Who knows how far that it thing would fly? Yeah. And stuff.
1: Because I when I thought I was flying, I was doing steady you know flight yeah and it wasn't until i realized i didn't have it that i started trying to do something you know waggle wing, wings or right something and i probably just drove that thing right yeah. into the ground
0: and i mean i've been in the texas before i've never actually got to fly in texas but i've i've heard you know talking with other people you guys get some serious boomers down there thermal wise uh, uh,
1: nuts yeah. uh, i mean according to the uh the glider pilots that i have met uh-huh. through our club and you know other places they they talk about some of these
0: thermals will just i eat they, you up yeah yeah i've heard of that from several people down there because you know they, they they actually fly the radium pros down there so i mean if they're no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but yeah i mean I'm, everything's bigger in texas that's right <laughs> yeah i would love to try to you know thermal the down XL. yeah the xl oh, there man. you go you just step it up and get an xl and, you know Wow, that's – I'm – honestly, right now, I'm blown away that everybody so far has picked the rating for their – I wouldn't I'm, – I'm telling you, I would have never guessed that. From Andre, Mike, even you, I just never would have thought that. Honestly.
1: It's just so relaxing.
0: Wow. wow. You know? No. Yeah.
1: When when I was flying, flying mine, uh, I have a uh, – yeah, it's yeah, flight fest. Yeah, when it's not a two, relaxing no, thing there. No, Mike will I, tell you firsthand. Oh man, I'm not going to have
2: that up again.
1: Josh was flying my Radian at at flight fest with all you guys down there. Um, that
2: and during that, flight? yeah, during
1: the the big the flight with Eagle? yeah. Oh, okay, and so. Uh, he went down and he was he said he loved it he you know had a great time but he said it was crazy
0: yeah it was definitely <laughs> crazy there's no doubt about it <laughs> it was beyond crazy I, I had to quit I'm like this yeah. is too much
2: <laughs> <laughs> my hands were sweating <laughs> when I
4: lost <laughs> it <laughs> we're, we're 27 of a team we, we're gonna have to do some t-shirts or something I know
0: so. yeah uh, alright Chris we'll you're in the on hot on going now. we're coming up on two hours so I'm just keeping an eye on this stupid garage band because we know how it likes it to acts, acts up around yeah. this mark. alright uh, you guys probably already guessed mine, but I, I'll guess I'll throw it out there anyway. Maybe number three. We know going to be number three. First. Number three on my list is actually the Fun Cub. Ah, uh, yes. and because keep going, keep going. Uh, the Fun Cub actually it changed. Uh, I've, I've talked about it a million times. You know, it was into the Warbirds and everything and was up in Cleveland, and I seen uh, a guy flying these high-wing trainers that was just doing all kinds of crazy things that blew me out of the water with home-built planes. And I scoured and scoured and scoured the net when finally this Fun Cub comes out. And I watch videos of it and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you can take off anywhere. It takes off within a foot. It does aerobatics. And it. And I bought one, and it, it changed my whole outlook on flying. So,
1: that's one that i have exposure with because josh flies his fun cub like that that's what he flies Uh nearly every time we go out you know he's taking that one out and i've never flown it Mm -hmm. but it's an amazing little plane
0: oh absolutely and at the time that was the only thing out foam wise you know at a kit you could pull it out build it relatively easy that did what it did i mean it was a complete game game changer in in my opinion um second on the list i have to kind of join you guys It was the T-28. And, again, that was the actual airplane that brought me back into flying. Because if anybody listens to the podcast and listens to the stories, I got in it. You know, before that, got very frustrated with the planes I was flying. Um decided to get out went to cars for a little while and the t-28 come out and i watched video after video after video and it was all foam and the way it was flying you could do aerobatics and i thought all right this is it i'm going to try this one more time and if it doesn't work i'm i'm done and i'm out Bought a T-28. That's when I met my other buddy, uh, Pat Humbert, who who actually just bought one also, and we started flying together, and that's when the limits started to get pushed. You know, hey, who can fly inverted? Who can do knife edge closest to the ground? And we started pushing the limits with that airplane. And trust me, we crashed them a lot, fixed them up. They still flew great. Um. We could pull the gear off and belly land them if we went to a different spot that didn't, you know, have a runway. It really changed, you know, again, the, how we were flying and what I was doing. And the cool thing about that airplane is we grew with it, too. You know, we we modified it slowly. We were putting bigger motors and ESCs in it. Then I started modifying I I put, cut my own flaps in it and started, flaps. you know, doing short takeoffs and, and landings with it. So, And even to this day, I still have one. I don't fly it. Hardly at all, but I can't. I will never get rid of that airplane. Never because it, it brought me back into the hobby. It changed everything for me. And number one, I, everybody knows is the Radiant. <laughs> I mean, I'm wow. shocked that the we have
1: consensus. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And again, that is something that really changed everything on how I thought RC flying was. You know, it, it the Radiant came out. I watched a couple of videos. Took, I mean, literally was like, man, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna like this. I, I don't know, and bought it, and literally that first flight, that late evening when this thing is gliding around, I had, you know, because I was flying Warbirds at the time, you know, you're cranking these things around and you're shaking and like you were talking about after about three minutes, you know, especially if it was windy, your heart's pumping, you're like, oh okay, Whew, I'm done. I didn't crash. It's on the yeah, ground. Yeah. I didn't That's crash. Exactly. I'm like, oh like, Oh, this is great. <laughs> And I chucked that radiant in the air. It's like a relaxing. And it was aspect. going around with no motor, just cruising on a late evening. And I was like, "This is a whole other experience." Relax, you know. And a- I'm reading in the back of the manual. It actually had, you know, how to look for thermals and how to catch them because this was all new to me. And I was like, "What? There's these hot pockets of air, you know." And <laughs> soon I'm, I'm on the internet reading about thermal flying, you know. And when you catch that first thermal, when you, you know, and I, I was by myself and that thing took off and it went out of sight you know and I'm trying to pull it back and I was blown away I was hooked, hooked right right from there you know and i would say right around well a couple funny stories with the radium second or third flight if you remember the original radium had uh, the little thumb screws on the back right for to tighten up the cl- the I is. didn't I don't know that okay it was this cheap <laughs> little little thumb wheel that you i mean it was pretty bad and even a lot of people especially at the time on rc groups like ah, throw that thing away get rid of it blah 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 like i'm just flying it's stock i don't really care third this is flight, adjusting the uh yeah where your push, push rod, push rod, rod comes guns, through uh-huh. yeah yeah okay. it was just a little tiny you know uh friction fit thumb right. wheel screw i take off and i'm going up there well the next thing i know i had no elevator control and in grain i was still fairly new at the time and i'm like oh this is it I had a brand new airplane I absolutely love. I'm freaking out. No elevator control. I thought for sure this is it. I'm done. But luckily still had rudder. Found out it wasn't real windy or anything. I just cut the power off and just let it glide. And I could still turn, you know, I couldn't go up and down. Right. But it was still cruising. No elevator whatsoever. Let it do its thing. Came right down and landed it. Oh and I was my gosh! Like, oh my gosh! I got it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? And here that? That little thumb wheel stripped. Or came something. loose. Uh huh. You know, and just slid up and-, and just Yeah, it just was sliding in through the uh, control board. Wow! Uh, so uh- I <laughs> tightened it back up. Put a little dab of glue on there. To this day, I still have my original radium. I still oh have the thumb screws on it. David flew the daylights out of it at, at uh, Flight, Flight Fest this year. He even put it up in the uh, the world record. I oh. still have it. I thought I was going to lose it that day. The second thing I had with Radiant again, it was probably nine, ten flights in. I'm really starting to learn this thermal thing. I had my buddy Pat Humbert with me, you know, and, and we were watching. Uh, we got in this boomer. Like, I was already high to begin with. I was probably up there... Three, four hundred feet, you know, cruise around, and I caught one. And this thing, it was like an elevator ship. This thing's going, and you know, when you catch that thermal at first, you're like, "Oh, this is just awesome." You're just but sitting but here watching you know, it. This is just, flight. oh my god, where did it go? It just disappeared. <laughs> you know, because depending on the clouds and everything, if you kind of got the clouds a little bit, you can still kind of yeah. see the shadow and everything. And when the the cloud kind of broke up, it just disappeared. I was like oh no (laughs) again I thought it was gone we're done it's out of here and I just you know I always had to power off I just put it in you know full back uh up elevator and just held it there I'm like if it's going down it's going down relatively close I hope and I I can't say for sure you know how uh 10 seconds feels like two minutes I was completely out of sight from both of us we knew which way the wind direction was going we were scanning scanning it and it might have only been a minute. I don't know. felt like five at the time. Pat says, there it is. There it is. And there it was, spiraling down. You know, a fullback just in a spiral. And when we got it down, that was probably, at that moment, the biggest rush I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> so the radiance, supposedly a relaxing
2: yeah, That's more excitement. I mean, literally, <laughs> <had>
0: these, <laughs> you know, the, the hot sweats, the, just like, oh, my gosh, how did this happen, you know? Oh my gosh. And that well, was the two big things uh, with the Radian. So I, lear- I learned my lesson, you know, real quick. A really.
2: testament that flying on its own was like, even at flight test when I lost it, it felt like you said a minute or two minutes. Yeah. And next thing I know, it's down. Paul's like, it's over there, there it Mike. Is. I'm like, how the heck did that stay in here with me not doing uh, anything for as long as I did? Any, any other airplane would have quit. been in the trees or <laughs> oh, down in yeah. the ground. Somewhere <laughs> yeah. Right now. And not, I was doing everything with the sticks, trying to disca- recognize it in the air. I mean I was doing things that right. should have caused a, a normal and normal plane would have been toast yeah. <laughs> doing right.
0: what I was doing. <laughs> and I have experimented experimented with 10 15 different types of sailplanes and and sizes and I still I still go back to the original Radiant. I mean it's not the best thermal plane out there but it just does everything relatively good and is the most relaxing you know i went i thought oh man i'm into this thermal thing i'm going full ship i, I you know had the radium pro went to a couple i got a couple in my hangar now that you know uh you can do uh, god i haven't done it in so long that i forget you know just a full-on uh Glider sail frames. sail plane with all the bells and whistles on it and you know you still have to really fly those you know, you get that in a little <clears> bit of bank angle or some, you know, some that's got ailerons. Like, you got to fly. You got to keep your eye on it. With the Radian, you just set the controller down. Mm. It self writes. You know, in the wind, it's, you know, put a couple clicks of uh, a rudder on it. It'll do its own circle pattern, and you know, it's it's crazy. Yes.
1: Well, what? Uh, what? I don't know if they do they have Cabela's up here.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, not, not real, area Not real close Wheeling in, do. In, okay. in Michigan You know well. it's like Bass Pro or
1: you know One of those Bath Cabela's Pro has Pro. these uh, Chairs That are They call them The zero gravity chair Okay are You familiar with those there? I've heard of them It's yeah. got a mesh And then it's got the bungee That wraps yes. All the yeah, yeah, way around yeah. And you just kind of Float in it right? right And you did the little levers And you kick back Yep that's my radiant chair. Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Wayne's got the same thing. He's got these two big recliner chairs. And if we know we're going out for three or four hours, he brings his. He in br- the right br- Yeah, exactly. He brings it ch- the chairs. I bring you know a gallon of iced tea. We get them up in the air, set the controller down, watch him cruise around. <laughs> <some> <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. Oh, I <laughs> wake up for your nap. <laughs> it's still still circuits, uh, <laughs> I, I still doing circuits. I still. (laughs) To this day, one of my favorite pictures is when we were all flying. It was uh, I think Mike, I think you were there, Mike. It was me, David Vindstol, Wayne. I think you. We were flying at Jackson. It was a thermal day. We had the I had the um, the radiant. What's my big one? The uh, Andre, help me out. Yeah, the Mystique. Mystique had the Mystique out, and it was just us laying in the grass, like we're just laid out. And just, just cruising, and we were there for, I don't know, three, four, five, I don't even remember, and Wayne snapped a picture of us just laid out into the grass, fully relaxed, just cruising around, and it was one of the best days we've ever had.
1: That's uh, my favorite thing about the Radian right there is just being able to kick back and relax and fly. It What it, what it did for me was it calmed my thumbs down. Yeah, Right. You know
0: Yes uh, yeah. Because
1: I'm Nervous thumb flyer mm-hmm. or At least I feel like I am Sure um, I've told people And my thumbs are shaking All over the place and, and Josh Take a little camera Look at my thumbs it, You're not shaking well, uh, I feel like, like I am <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So But that really helped me Calm down mm-hmm. In my flying At least until I lost a Radian Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there are days we've we've pushed it you know you get that thermal or you get out a little bit farther trying to hunt for a thermal and then pick one up and you know you're way up there and i finally i've i've had so many close calls with it now you know i i, I put the telemetry in mind, so i have the variometer and then i also have the altimeter and everything i finally set a limit on my altimeter like i don't care if i can still see it when i reach that altitude i'm done i'm out no more i'm coming back down 'Cause I just had too many too too many close calls. Well what's
1: funny is I had the Vario and mm-hmm. all that I was gonna put into mine. Oh, into that one. yeah. And I just decided no, nah, I'm just gonna take it out and right. go fly. Oh good thank you. And did. so I know. Oh. <laughs> um but uh yeah. I it makes me want to put a GPS in it, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, because I on this one, because I love it so much, I don't want to lose it. Right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yep. if any, yeah, if anything needs a return to home, it would definitely be a radiant, <laughs> just in case. You know, <laughs> wow, that's I'm man, I just I'm blown away that we everybody has that for their top air. I would have never guessed that, never. Wow. And, right. and and people that are listening, we didn't
1: talk about this ahead of time. No, no
0: I, I I sent yeah, I sent the questions out. I didn't want to know anybody's answers. I said, here's the questions. Write them down. Bring them to the podcast, and we'll we'll talk about. There's
2: it. so many good memories with the Pro- Radian. though. Yeah. I mean not the Pro, but the Radian right, for the, us.
0: Yeah, right, right. Obviously not the Pro. Not, yeah, not, <laughs> not the Pro- <laughs> we, we're not going <laughs> <getting> there again. <laughs> that poor airplane man gets such a bad rap. All right, uh, moving on. What I wanted to touch base with—I uh, know we've been—we're cranking up here on two hours already. This is nuts. Um, I thought we'd just reminisce a little bit uh, over to uh, 2016. You know, hot maybe some highlights, some low points, things we we enjoyed, um, planes we got. You know, something like that. Just talk about a little bit through through the year. Uh, so, Andre, what 2016? What do you think were some some of your highlights? What uh, what you know?
4: Uh, well, I got a few here, so I'll give them to you. Okay. Um, number one, I'd have to say my we're, we're number five, because I've, I've picked five areas. Okay. There'll probably be a couple others as we as we uh, go through this. But um, that E-Fight Pawnee, that plane, as we remember in 2015, because it's been a year now since I've owned that aircraft. Uh-huh. In 2015, when I first started, that thing was like my mortal enemy. I couldn't believe it cost me so much money, and I was having such a poor flying experience. And over the past year... That airplane has basically won me over. I mean, it flies. I, I th- learned I, how to I think fly
2: I, it. I think I saw the spark in your eye at Chad with that plane. Oh, that's gosh, when it—that that's, I mean, that that's, it that, that's when he changed. I'm almost sure that was the moment that he changed his view on that plane. I could be wrong, I, yeah. but.
4: Oh no no no! Like it, it had been building, but I learned. Um, cause I think I pinned that poor airplane initially the wrong way. Like I'm like, it's got to fly like the, the, the fun cub or, uh-huh. or, or, you know, and it's going to do some other things, but, um, it likes to be flowing fast or at least mine does. It needed that bigger landing gear for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I haven't gotten rid of the receiver yet yet but I know that I would fly it I'd be happier without the AS3X but that's just me you mm-hmm. know me and AS3X otherwise but exactly that Mike me and you know you and Chad going keep throwing batteries in the airplane and chasing me with your quads and I just and we flew that thing until my oh, eyeballs were awesome. burning you it know because was- it was just and it's just – so it's it's one of those airplanes that surprised me. Uh, now I know you can pick it up for significantly less than mm. what I paid yes. when it came out. I know. It's I will sale. never that, – that that was also a good lesson for me. Uh, what I liked the most about the adventure with the airplane was it helped me learn as uh, – to describe what was wrong with the airplane. And this is something Chris pushed on me. You know, Why is it doing what you think it's doing and everything? And now I just like – I just – I fly that thing at like 80% throttle all the time, 100% throttle and just – burn it around and it's the fact that i can throw skis on it is huge mm-hmm. uh, so it was funny because we were on the rc group and i mentioned the, a couple things that i would change and there's things like you know a taller landing gear uh definitely would like the next generation uh receiver where you could turn off the as3x mm-hmm. and a few other little things Otherwise, it's phenomenal as a well-rounded aircraft i mean the biggest issue is that it's a low wing we all agreed that a high wing plane would probably have been better yeah. but i've got those already right. so so there's my number five Number four, I'm going to have to say it's that big, crazy sea duct because <laughs> that airplane is a hoot to fly. I mean, it's, um, you know, so when I went down in May, Josh threw that thing th- through the controls in my hands right away. It's like, try to do a flat spin. I've been driving for like nine hours. I'm like, Ugh. so when I got home, I built it up. I didn't get to fly to a flight fest because my, my Tyrannus blew up, um, but I've been flying it. Pretty regularly now, it's 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 in that class of big airplanes as far as I have because you can't break it down, which is the only unfortunate part about the design. Uh, but, you know, 4S, and I love doing fat spins, and every time I, I, I push myself to get lower, we've got enough snow now. I actually want to do a flat spin landing. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Bring it right down yeah. into the snow, and I think it'll be fine because oh, yeah. it's, it's, a, sure. it's a robust airplane. And the power and everything. And like I said, the only issue I've had so far is I spun a prop off it one day. And I'm like, oh, something just came off the airplane. I'm like, oh, it's a prop. (laughs) And I I flew it back. I I dropped the power. It's got such a gorgeous glide ratio that I probably could have done like a half a dozen laps around the track and brought it in. So so that's my number four. Number three, uh, which was a surprise plane for me this year, would have to be the Excalibur. I really enjoyed that. And Mm -hmm. I can't wait till um next year when the weather is nice and i can just fly it more because it was I, you know it came to me towards the end of the year and you yeah. know you're fighting for daylight and it's fun on the weekend but it's one of those planes where you've got to have the clear field because you know all you want to do is dive bomb with the thing right so yeah um but it's a fun plane to fly so i'm looking forward to just getting it out and everything i've done so far has been about the speed so i'm looking for a day where i can just get there and i don't need to be doing high speed passes on on you know motor on and everything just enjoy the glide ratio on it so mm-hmm. Uh, number two, well, it's gotta be the Tundra. That plane impressed me out of the box. Uh, we've had fun flying with it, you know, in May with the, the three of us. And, you know, it's, it's gonna be really exciting next year because we'll have Mike with a high wing as well. So yeah. we're gonna have like four high wings out there and we'll be able to mix it up and everything. And just, it's, it's one of those planes. And, and the fact that I was able to pass my dad, my, my fun cub because I have a high wing. you know, I didn't need two. Uh, So the two of us have been out flying those things together and everything. So that's just been an enjoyable, enjoyable experience. And and again, there's another plane that's, um, that's been with me for almost a year now. So, and it's served me well. It's been, it's done multiple trips, multiple road trips without being taken apart and it's weathered well and dealt with the the Canadian winters very, very successfully. So, and it's on skis now because we have a ton of snow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And my number one, um, the the arrow man that plane brought me back into flying in 2015 I almost did no FPV because I always something was always wrong with the ship so something technical about it and I got the arrow last uh, earlier this year put the camera in it didn't really need anybody help you know didn't need a spotter because I was only flying in tight quarters and I just love that that aircraft that airframe to pieces because I'll fly it and I'll crash it and just burn hard and you know, three S thirteen hundreds on my faster FPV ship, and then the smaller ones. So that is my number one pick for 2016 because that airplane has really, really made me happy. And of course, the multi rotors. I've been, I've, uh, I've enjoyed a couple of them. Uh, I still need to play with them more, but unfortunately, with the winter, you know, I just really, you know, don't want to risk putting them to them. But I really like the smaller sizes more and more. So, and uh, and of course, the Phantom is, is pretty high on the list. But that aircraft and I, are still, you know, we're still. Uh, it, You know, getting time under the sticks. Now,
0: now I want to know real quick, and I think I might know what it is, but I want to know what your complete low point was through this year.
4: Low point this year?
0: Yeah, like what Uh, happened or what, you know? Soggy
1: Tyrannus.
4: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the tyrannus going poof at flight fest was hard. Uh, yeah. I don't really. I mean, you know, I I did a couple good crashes. I don't think I, I didn't really kill anything too badly because you know it's been a good for for. I mean, I clipped the po. So actually, this year's been positive. Last year, I mean, we were doing a lot of things. Um, you know, like we were testing the uh, the Excalibur that that went down, but that wasn't in in, in my that wasn't me flying it. That mm-hmm. was someone else. So yeah, ah, geez, low points this year. Uh. It's not like last year with flyaways and stuff yeah. like that and the various crashes, the multi-rotors and the HMB on top of a building, you know. Mm-hmm. So this year has been good. Uh, boy, low point, low point, low point, low point. Uh, well, not must- getting enough flying enough. No, honestly, it's just, it, was, it was just the... Uh, the constant go. It was interesting. This year I really changed how I perceive a lot of the hobby and how I perceive a lot of the social media mm-hmm. and just pushing back and knowing it was okay for me to relax a little bit because, uh, yeah, there was points where I think we all kind of reached that burnout point where like, oh, you know yeah. the demand is high and everything. So, uh, so learning to control that. So, I don't know, man. I don't think it was there it was, it was, it was. Am I forgetting a little point that you're hitting at? <laughs> no, I guess I was thinking, but now that you talked about, it, I realized that was last year.
0: Was uh, the um, the quad that landed on the house? But I
4: guess that yes. was last year. That was yeah. That would have been 2015. Yeah, because right. uh, that was uh, yeah. So other, you know. Oh, 2016 has been a pretty spectacular year. It's been very active. I mean, and we've seen a lot of – and so I, I just – I'm super pumped about 2017 because, I mean, just, just all the stuff that we've got in – the, in, that we've got looking to go and everything. So I really – yeah, I've enjoyed the heck out of this year. I mean, uh, I've had the ups and downs, but, I mean, otherwise it's been awesome. I have those two wings, and i and I got to apologize to Ruben. We're going to have to get him on the show eventually too, mm-hmm. uh, that I just haven't had the time to build properly and it's one of those things i'm being a little crazy about it i'm i'm i'm, I'm drawing from mike and being a little ocd about how it finishes and everything right yeah and so i'm taking my time unfortunately it means now that like it's like geez am i gonna maiden this stuff in the middle of the winter which, which i probably will but it's just the, the 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 build time so right that's been my hardest thing big big long drawn out builds are are are, are quite well time consuming in general so so there we go. That's my tops. All right, Mike. And, and you know, if you don't have a f- top five or whatever, that's fine, too. I have too. Three. I That's perfect. Three.
2: That's perfect. That's very yep. extended. Uh, the Tricopter experience, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely loved that had fun flying that. That was one of my number or er, top three 2016 experiences um number two would have been uh exposure to the mavic pro i really love that thing
0: oh okay yeah
2: just getting exposure and learning about the features and Mm -hmm. what can do and what it can't do and i mean it's just phenomenal i think i don't own one yeah but but just getting my hands on it was very exciting a good positive moment for 2016 and my number one favorite experience was the timber flying on the lake oh yeah yeah i i fun, I, huh? I still watch that video and some of them camera angles and put the mobius on the wing uh-huh. and just uh, that was a whole nother level of flying for me to be on the water like that and yeah. i i'll never forget that that was, that was an was awesome fun. experience for me so that was my number one 2016 experience
0: what about your low point
2: <sighs> i guess it would be losing the radian in the at the flight flight fest, yeah, just losing it for that long. Right, I mean it wasn't nothing yeah. catastrophic, yeah. But my heart was just like pounding yes. out of its chest when I lost yeah. it for that long. And uh, but like Andre was saying, I had a pretty good twenty sixty. I didn't fly lose anything mm-hmm. or or that I can think of off the moment. And um, yeah, no real bad wrecks or nothing I can that stick out really really bad or yeah. negative as previous years. Oh, that's good. So. That's good.
1: All right, Patrick. Well, I don't have a whole lot of experience to draw from. You no. know, I'm just a couple years into this. Yeah. But uh, this year, you know, obviously, I'm going to have to break the uh, the chain here with uh, yeah, I lost the plane. That's my <laughs> low point. Yeah. The radiant flying away. That's the that's the low. Sure. On this, um, but uh, Flight Fest, you know, has yeah. got to be one of my top. I just you know, getting to, to meet everybody and, you know, mm-hmm. all these getting to do all these things that are associated with Flight Fest, yeah, I just I just love it. And so that's probably one of my um best high points. But, you know, the building the Eagle Two mm-hmm. and then learning how the the balsa and the covering and the yeah. you know, all that stuff uh that was a that was a real high point for me because I was able to actually draw on some of my old model building skills. Right. Um and
0: Did you catch it in time? I caught it. All right, continue on. <laughs> so you're talking about your the, the
1: Eagle 2. Eagle 2, yep. Um you know, bringing those model building skills back into My present day, Mm -hmm. you know, which because, you know, this is 30 years ago or or more when I was doing that kind of stuff. Um, And so that that was a huge high point for me. And, you know, uh, finally flying at night with LEDs, Uh even though I was terrified. Yeah, (laughs) it was it was a high point because I did it successfully. I took off. I had the lights on, I flew around, I
0: landed without incident. That was fantastic. Yeah. And there's (laughs) still something to be said, And I, even though I don't do a lot of building, but there's still something to be said when you actually build something and you put that work into it and you take it out and you're so nervous because you did spend all that time and you don't want to crash it. And you take it out and you have a successful maiden and you're just like, ah, I did it. It flies okay. I didn't screw it up. You know, exactly. So, yeah, um, I definitely. See and it. so
1: to to add one more to my list, this,
0: this on the uh,
1: podcast, this uh, is a high point for me. Oh, no, you got uh, to say gotta this is better be, than that. This would be last on my <laughs> list. This is great. I, you know, I listen to you guys all the time and, right. and it's just, it's nice to actually be a part of it. So. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. That's great so the experience to hear.
0: isn't as bad as maybe what you. It's not as pre- bad as Andre. So, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we we really appreciate that. You know, I. I I, I think it would be more fun to have more, you know, if we could get more people and have more guests to come in hang out. And I love talking to other people and their experience, even today talking with you, just your your whole other perspective, you know, because we talk to each other sure, almost regularly. on a daily basis. So to bring you in here and see your whole other side of perspective and coming in and growing with the hobby, and it, I, I find it fascinating. And he's picking up at
2: a different level, like this 3D printing yeah, and stuff that we, right. we really haven't had experience. Right, to, jumping to in that with that the quads
0: so like, before he even knew anything, yes, you know, just I that mean, kind awesome. of Awesome. experience yeah.
2: yeah um
1: i guess the one other thing that i'm jumping in on is i'm i'm probably getting a cnc machine in, really in the near yeah. future wow so you know i'm hoping to go in that direction as well you know right. maybe cutting some some kits maybe adding a laser doing wow. you know that kind of stuff i don't know what this next year is going to sure. bring for yeah. me but um i've had a lot of fantastic Experiences this year, mm-hmm. um, including those that we've already talked about. Yeah. So the hobby is well ingrained. I, <laughs> I'm selling my boat. Oh, wow. I'm giving up the fishing for a while. Wow. I didn't um, know you like fishing. Yeah. That's something I like to do as well. I, I love to fish. So I, I toyed with the idea of going into the, the bass fishing circuit Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I so, decided that. Right now, the RC hobby is more important and uh,
2: prioritized so your hobbies. Yeah. Pri- I,
1: I have to right. uh, the boats. The boats sitting there costing me fifty bucks a month in storage. Yeah. and I only took it out twice this whole oh, year. Oh my gosh! And so,
4: yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: that's your answer. Yeah, wow. If if I have free time, I'm RCing.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: yeah, that's yeah. the
0: way it works out. Yeah, right. and it's probably I would think in the long run cheaper. <laughs> Well, no? you know the definition yeah. of no. a boat, yes, right? right?
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's a hole yeah, in the, the water, water, you throw water, water, that's, that's put money into, right? Up, and yeah. so right. Um, every time you take the boat out, like, oh, God, Gas, I need a new battery. Up. Yeah, My boat main has four batteries yeah. in it. Right. You know? Yep. And so well, what's wrong with the trolling motor? One of the batteries is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and then the gear and the stuff. Oh, yeah. And each of those individual things is more than one to two planes. Yeah, right. So yeah. Yeah. you know, I I definitely am, am paring down as far as that is concerned. Uh-huh. But this is uh this is definitely, you know, leading me into a new era of my life, which, you know, I'm 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 no youngster, but uh, I feel like a kid. Yes, I
0: agree. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's great. Yes. Awesome.
0: All right, I guess I'll finish it off here. I got I actually kind of have four. I'll run through them real quick. Uh, number four on my list is probably the Tundra, and the reason I picked the Tundra was it kind of brought me back to the fun high wing flying experience. You know, something with a little hopped up motor. You know, I, I my original fun cub i've told the story i'm not going to repeat it but a friend of mine crashed it i bought another one it's actually the fun cub is still in the box i never rebuilt it got the tundra and it just brought back the fun feeling of the high, the smaller high wing having fun taking it out you know and just so that's number four number three has got to be the radian xl we've been especially wayne and i like for the last three years we've been pushing horizon hey when are you gonna bring out the 100 inch radian when you, when's it coming you know and they've Sneaked up on us and actually uh, brought it out, and I can't say <laughs> really anything bad about it. It's just like a regular Radian, only way bigger and more fun to fly. Wow! So, that's so if it's m-
2: even like the Radian, that's a great, great statement. in that, yeah, <laughs> alone, beyond love that. Awesome though.
0: So. Number two's got to be the tricopter. That tricopter really brought me around to the. Well, I'm going to say the, the multi rotor scene. I got flown a lot of other multi rotors, and but when I got the tricopter and I got it set up, and you know, you you feel the same way, Mike. It changed the way I felt and, about the multi I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that <laughs> it's thing. not
2: yeah it's it's, it's kind of cool because you you have photography aspects but you can you can do like a, almost like a race feel as
0: well yeah it keeps your adrenaline going with it in the tricopter i just something, love it yeah it's, awesome. it's different it doesn't it's got its own characteristics it doesn't really fly talk, talk a about compact quad. too yeah. folding it, up, folding I mean, it up it's just different and David put a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of money and effort into that thing, and I think he's got something that I wish. I think more sure. people. I'd like to see him try. It. It's yeah. it's amazing, and we're waiting on the on the baby try. We haven't got one yet, but I'm hoping we're going to. Chad get one has soon. one,
2: but he didn't have the motors for it oh. or something. So because I even offered to build that, yeah, for him, and I haven't seen him for some time now. He's so busy and traveling a lot, but.
0: All right, and my number one, even though I had it last year, I didn't fly it a whole lot. But this year, I have a ton of time. It's got to be the Phantom Three. I mean, even to this day, that thing. uh, Every time I fly or film something, I learn something, whether good, bad, whatever. And the thing has completely changed. Like. even when we do go out flying, Mike, you know, we get a group of us, it I generally bring the Phantom and maybe one other thing, and what do I usually end up flying the Phantom whether it's following you guys around or getting footage. It would
2: be on my list if I own one, I'm sure of that. I, I mean, just have I've so seen too many people have fun yeah, with those things. I've
0: enjoyed that thing more this year than anything. You know, whatever I'm doing, I'm always learning with it. Now it's brought me into a new level with the help of Andre of trying to do films, not only film stuff, but now trying to edit stuff and put stuff together and make little videos, you know, sure. so I've learned a ton yeah. of, with that thing. It's incredible. Well, I, I, uh,
1: loved the, uh, coffee delivery story. Oh, really? That. Yeah, that was you know, great.
0: <laughs> we did that, oh man, it's way over a year ago. Yeah. And you know, that video, I don't yeah. know what it is. I thought it was just fun, you know, a little entertaining, fun, goofy, I, that video has no traction to it. Really, none. Like it just <laughs> went out there and died in the water. I don't. I don't know why. And I thought, well, maybe it's just me. Maybe I just am overhyped thinking on on that. Uh, video. I loved the
1: story. I have to tell and you. And the it's funny great.
0: thing was, uh, these two kids did. Almost copied it identical right after I did that. They put one out, kind of the same thing. They went and delivered, I forget what it was. I think they picked up sticks of butter for cooking or something. And that video blew up, like had thousands of views on it. I'm like, what's the deal here? How does that happen? You know? But yeah, I, that's one of my favorite videos I did just for fun. Um, my low points, I'm kind of with you guys. I. This year it didn't really crash a whole it's lot kind of stuff. tame was it? yeah, it, it was actually it. tame compared to the year before, but the two things that really they're not super bad one um I gotta throw the tricopter back out again because I crashed and crashed and crashed and crashed, and crashed that thing to the point where it's unflyable at the moment i oh, uh, some of them rolls I see like uh, you're
2: you're under the goggles or whatever I'm like watching this thing, and it rolled like fifteen times to yeah. stop I'm like. Oh my god! You know, I'm doing 80 miles an hour and just eating it in <laughs> I'm like, the dirt. Whoa! And I've done some too, but yours were really they I they couldn't gnarly. Some of the and it
0: finally thing. gave the ghost. And it's it's I uh, feel so bad that
2: we don't have that thing running for you I know. again. I really do because you do enjoy it. I told David he's like ah it.
0: send you the stuff. You know get you some new motors because uh, you know I think you might have got the newer updated kits. And he had everything for me at Flight Fest, and we got so busy and so oh, focused. Unfortunately, i occupied has every minute. And I think. He got back home and he's like, "Chris, I forgot to give you everything." Like he had the whole new kit for me, the, you know, the version 2 or whatever it is now, and and he goes like, "I just completely forgot." I go, "Yeah, so did I kind of." I was like, <laughs> "So, if I can get that up and running again, I that, that would be great. That would be fantastic great fun." Uh, I think the only thing and it's not really a big deal, but I was so bummed on it because the footage we had, I think was amazing was when I dropped the run cam in the lake. Off of the tundra. tundra. Oh That's no That's a low point. And That's a huge low and it's the second low one to for that the is the one we damaged. Between you two guys, Mike and Andre going, Man, you gotta tether that thing. You gotta use more Velcro, make sure it's dry, and I'm always the one going, Ah, it's fine. You tell me that so much. And, I mean, <laughs> and Mike was <laughs> so worried when we did the he timber have footage. No clue how like he's was. he'd do it he'd do something and go, Well, okay, right, I think we're good. We're good. Let's let's land I'm like ah come on, do another circuit, let's go back around, you know. I wanted
2: to get that camera off as quickly as possible.
0: And It was that one more time moment. You know, everything, we had the beautiful footage and my landing was just kind of sucky. I'm like, oh, let's just go one more. Let's go around one more time. Came down by the boat, hit the water. It was five feet from us. Like, I could have almost reached out and grabbed it and that plane hit the water. Bloop. Oh, no. And we just watched. (laughs) All three of us just looked at each other, watched that little camera just float down through the bottom of the lake. And I was just like. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's a bad one. There goes number two. Oh, wow. So that was probably... And you didn't
2: go
1: in after it?
0: For about one second, I thought thought about it. Because the memory card might have survived for the The memory card would have been fine. Because afterwards, once it was there, I I asked Scott, I said, how deep is it right here? And it was, I think, about 16 feet. Oh, Oh, geez. So we were in pretty deep of water. But that split second, now mind you, it was like... That morning it was only like thirty degrees, uh-huh. and that split second <laughs> I'm thinking, can I get my phone and my wallet and everything out of my should I? And it was out of sight, yeah. you know. And I was like, forget it, it's gone. I'm not. Yeah, it ain't worth it, you know. Mm. So that was my little. Well, point.
1: you you in lakes up here, you might have been able to get down there and see it, even if the water's cold, stuff like that. Texas yeah you know three feet down it's gone
0: well it was pretty much the same way here yeah. it was probably about murky, three murky. Yeah. yeah about three They're feet or murky. so four I don't even know I want to say four feet it was the only reason you really did see it as I had yeah, the bright orange, orange one, one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, but it just slowly it was just yeah. like we're uh, get the fishnet oh, yeah. <laughs> <Flutter. laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah all right, all right. One, one more thing. This will be real quick, and then we'll we'll get out of here. I'm just curious of everybody's opinion through 2016. What was the biggest thing for 2016? Whether multi rotor, plane, slot, whatever. What do you guys from through the year? Do you guys think was the biggest Mavic thing Pro for, for, for me? 2016. saw exposure wise. Mavic Pro. Andre. Awesome. P4 Pro. P4 Pro. All right. Yeah. I, I have to go with
1: the 3D printed planes. This is a, a huge yeah. thing for me. Um, I think it's going to be game a changer for game sure. changer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, for me, I, I have to kind of agree with you, Patrick. I'm going to go with the 3D uh, printed planes—it kind of crept right out of the middle of nowhere. Creativity is
2: endless with that. Yeah,
0: I'm on the a little on the fence because I kind of agree with Andre. The the pro really, you know, but with the fans is we know we know they're they're going to keep stepping it up, yeah. you know, and it's going to get that, better. And we already kind of knew what they were going to do, uh, so it's not like really. Mind blown. The 3D thing, especially even today, talking with you, Patrick. I'm blown the creativity away. level there yeah. with that, and, yeah, it's For the hobbyist,
4: right? Yeah, yeah. for it's the a- hobbyist, definitely on the yes. 3D thing. Yeah. And, then, and if if we're talking technology. suspicious of the next generation of what they're thinking about, this is only going to get better and, and easier to yeah. do.
0: Right? Yeah. Right. So, I think that's it. That was awesome. Yeah, that's a fantastic that podcast. podcast. I really enjoyed I our this. Listeners enjoyed thoroughly. This uh, thank you guys for joining yes. us. I know the live feed finally shut down. That's why it was basically just a test. I think, Andre, and I'm not 100% sure, maybe next time we'll try it again. You know, we have Skype going. The other thing I was thinking yeah. after it stopped is we all had our phones going, streaming down here, you know. Yeah. Plus yeah. that, we might have really kind of locked it up a little I, bit.
1: I was using it in
0: yeah. my uh oh, and t oh, Yeah, okay. I wasn't on the network yeah. here. So maybe next time we'll try it again. I could I could even drop the resolution down. I don't know if we should try 480. Yeah, I would sacrifice yeah,
4: some resolution just to uh, you know. If not, we know Periscope still works really well too. So you know,
0: I got to give it up. to Periscope. We I've tried a million different yeah, other ideas, ideas. They never work consistently. <clears throat> Periscope is the only one Flawless. we never have any issues. Work and it works great. If they would just fix their comments, like the, let but us scroll cover. through them, I'd keep using Periscope. Yeah, I, it's. Yeah works fantastic but that yeah, is what it is we're, we'll figure it out but we're going to try this again I, so think. I
2: wish all our listeners a merry christmas yes merry, to merry christmas, christmas to, to all. Before, for, uh, you all for anybody that celebrates nice it
0: if not yeah i hope you have a good holiday Get together Uh, with your family and friends. Yeah, have fun. Take a little break from RC. Try to get a little, (laughs) yeah. Try to get a little flying (laughs) out there if you can. Enjoy the new year. Enjoy the new year. And uh, like I said, I think we're going to be off and out till next year. Then we'll be back. And then we'll hear
2: what people got for Christmas, and and then
0: share those stories. Right,
2: right. So I'd love to touch base with you guys again. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. If you
0: make it up around this area again, you're more than than welcome. welcome. Or if we're not doing a podcast and the weather's better, more than welcome. And now
2: that we don't know you have. A radian, yeah, us
0: on some Iranian <laughs> flying, that be awesome. Yeah, I got two. Don't worry about bringing it. I got tons of stuff to fly. Okay, I'm more than welcome to fly. That would be my. a good time for sure. Yeah. Uh, any questions, comments, or concerns? I I don't. This kind of bugs me a little bit. I I try to mention the email almost on every podcast, but yet I get tons of questions like, "Hey, I want to get a hold of you. How do I do it? What's the email address?" So once again, everybody listening, listen very carefully. It's Chris. At flighttest.com, if you would like to email me, chris at flighttest.com. F L I T. Yes, if you're not familiar so with that. If already. you want to get a hold of me, send me an email. Uh, on all the social platforms, we're FT After Hours on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So check us out. And we, we appreciate you guys because. If it wasn't for our fans and everybody hanging out and listening to us, I mean, I, I really think we're just this janky little podcast. I don't yeah. even know why they want to listen, but we really appreciate yes, it. Yes, that, that's the only thing that really keeps us going at well, this
1: point. Speaking as a listener, uh-huh. I, I totally enjoy and look forward to hearing the podcast Thank on a you. regular basis. We, we appreciate yes. that.
0: So, all right, guys, thank you. We're going to get out of here. Right. We'll talk to you in the new year. Yep. So, we'll see you later. See you, guys. See you. Bye. Bye.